Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 534 in the Rolling Stones with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It is going to be sunny and uh, warm today with a high of 61 tomorrow. Uh, even warmer with a high of 62. It's 36 right now in downtown Springfield. Man, what a show today. Scott Zolak will be joining us. We'll be talking about any number of things that are not related to Patriots football. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, well, why would you want to talk any of that stuff? I mean, it's kind of like one of those things. We don't talk about Bruno, and we don't talk about the Patriots either. Probably for the best. Right. Uh, also, it's a Thunderbird Thursday, your chance to win all kinds of great stuff from the Springfield Thunderbirds. And, in fact, tonight we'll be uh, doing some celebrity bartending with a couple of their players of the White Lion. Oh, that's right. That's tonight. That is tonight. How about that? Yes. Uh, and we'll also talk about... Uh, Ludlow. There's something going on in Ludlow. All right, we'll scratch that uh, we'll what? scratch that under belly for a little bit. Remember that documentary they made on HBO with that lady who drove the wrong way down the Taconic Parkway, killed a bunch of people, I do. including her own family? Yeah. And it was the name of the documentary was called Something's Wrong with Aunt Diane. Something is seriously wrong with Ludlow. <laughs> we'll get to that and a lot yeah. more. It's 5:35 at Rock 102. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well to the pump and into the house. Somehow you still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, 3,000 miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood Trash. You know that old expression, when it rains, it pours? Yeah. Well, Will Smith just can't seem to get himself dried off. Here's the latest storm cloud looming over his head. Are you ready? A uh, guy who was supposedly a former friend and employee claims he once caught Will having sex with another man in the dressing room of the set of The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yo, home, smell you later! Yeah. <laughs> the guy's name. Did anyone do the Carlson after they were done? Uh, yeah, I think yeah. they did. I think that's how they got the name of that. Uh, yeah. They were just doing the nice version on TV. Right, The guy's name is Brother Bilal, and he supposedly uh, walked in on Will getting jiggy with it with another guy named Dwayne Martin. Uh, Will was on the receiving end, if you will. Bilal says, quote, there was a couch and Will was bent over the couch and Dwayne was standing up murdering him. There was murder in there. That's what he said. Pretty sure he survived. And you know what? What two adult men do in their own spare time is none of my concern. And besides... He's a damn fine-looking man. Yeah, he is a damn fine-looking man. Uh, Will's uh, rep had already denied it. Uh, the story is completely. Uh, this story is completely fabricated, and the claim is unequivocally false. Meanwhile, Jada Pinkett had a two-word response when the paparazzi asked her about it. We suing. That's what she said. We suing. <sighs> no word from Dwayne Martin though. He ain't going to spill the beans. He ain't going to spill the... He already spilled the beans 35 years oh, ago. I mean, that's is that seriously... <laughs> is it wrong? You know what? It just proves that Chris Rock was not the first man to get a shot in the face from Will Smith. <laughs> sure that's true. Yeah, you know? You... Think about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sometimes parents just don't understand. Uh, uh, no, they don't. Kevin Hart will be the 25th recipient 
of the Mark Twain Prize for American Humor. He will be awarded during a ceremony at the Kennedy Center in Washington, D.C. on March 24th. He says, quote, I've been doing comedy since the inception of this award 25 years ago. To be honored in this commemorative uh, year feels surreal. Comedy is my outlet for social commentary and observations in life. I'm grateful for the Kennedy Center for recognizing my voice and impact on culture. I can't wait to celebrate. See, they were going to take him to an amusement park to celebrate, but he can't write any of the rhymes. Right. Because he's too short. Too short. Uh, past recipients include uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus, uh, Steve Martin, Whoopi Goldberg, John Stewart, Dave Chappelle, Adam Sandler, and uh, the inaugural winner, Richard Pryor. He wasn't there to accept it, though. I don't imagine he'll be showing up anytime soon. No, but uh, he's there in spirit, right? <laughs> I suppose. Uh, well, the Friends cast is officially present and accounted for. Jennifer Aniston, David Schwimmer, and Lisa Kudrow have joined Courtney Cox and Matt LeBlanc in issuing statements on Perry's passing. In Jennifer's uh, post, she said, quote, He was such a part of our DNA. We were always the six of us. This was a chosen family that forever changed the course of who we were and what our path was going to be. Path to millions and millions of dollars. Good path. Lucrative deals to oh. secure our futures. I would have taken that path. I would have taken that path, too. Uh, yeah, they just... Uh, you can go read the tributes. I'm not going to sit here and read uh, all of them. But at least uh, at least they finally have healed enough to come out and say something. Listen, they're all upset, and for good reason. Hey, listen, by all accounts... I mean, the, like I said yesterday, the guy was a... He was a good guy. All, by all accounts, every person that's run into him or had an interaction with him... You know, said he did all these great things for communities and 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 helping other people with yeah. struggles. Uh, he was just struggling himself, and uh, I don't know whatever happened with the autopsy. Did we ever hear about that? It's going to take, from what I understood yeah. last night, uh, it's going to take a couple of months before it's released. You know, and and that it doesn't even matter anyway. It, and honestly, it doesn't matter because whether or not he was still struggling with the addiction or this was just. An outcome of of doing that to your body all those or years, or it might have just been a simple accident. Yeah, just, you know, who knows? You're not going to yeah. know until you get those uh, those uh, reports back. He could have gotten hit on the head. He could have slipped on a bar of soap. Bird flew right into his head. You ever see that? Yes. Bird flew right into a man's head. Could happen. Uh, so you saw the Eras Tour live, then you went to the Eras Tour movie multiple times. This is describing me. Uh, you brought you bought 15 different versions of both Midnight's and 1989's Taylor's version and you watch every single Kansas City Chiefs game and you still don't have enough Taylor Swift in your life. We talked about this yesterday. The Royal Caribbean has the Taylor Swift cruise setting sail for next October. It's already sold out and she's not even going to be on the boat. It's called My Cruise Era and the official website says, Join us as we celebrate all things Taylor, make new friends, dress up in our favorite eras, trade friendship bracelets, and enjoy everything this amazing ship has to offer. This, so they, they bill it up, but she's not even going to be on the ship. And uh, what was the other point I had about this whole thing? Well, I mean, it's, Oh, it's sold out, so you can't, yeah. even, you can't even get a spot on there. Will they at least make a film... Of the cruise, yeah, you know, many what? months later, that would be, that's actually a great idea, Max. Make a film <laughs> yeah. of 
of you experiencing the cruise, but from a movie seat. I could actually do that. Yeah, this is this is what you missed for being too cheap and too slow to get on the cruise. I mean, I don't know if I could spend four days at Cinemark in West Springfield. I could spend four days at the uh, Regal at MGM. Maybe you could sit around and wait for the uh, the Cinemark to reopen in Enfield. Oh, yeah. Well, that's probably how long that cruise would be. Yeah. Waiting that long for somebody to reopen <laughs> the movie theater. Those movie theaters will be knocked down and rebuilt before the end of that uh, cruise is over. And uh, Kim Kardashian, she's uh, she's always getting herself into something. Mm-hmm. Right? She, yes. she attended the 2023 Baby to Baby Gala where she was spotted wearing milky pink nail polish. Really? Just had something to say. She said, oh my God, the last time I was milky and pink was when Ray J threw his nunchuck into the ninja slipper in that sex tape you can purchase on YouPorn for $39.95. Uh, Caitlin? I never got that done dirty with her brother Chris Kim, but I once uh, had the lazy man cow tongue. (laughs) I FaceTimed her yawning muppet. (laughs) What are you trying to say? What I'm trying to say is it sounded like three pit bulls fighting over a jar of peanut butter. Think about it. When I finally came up for air, I looked like I had been bobbing for apples with Gene Shallot. <laughs> the whole ordeal was messier than the time I was at Milton Burl's spin the bottle party and I got locked in the closet with Bruce Valanche. You mean it goes on? No, we're done. We're done. <laughs> we're done. It's such a bad... Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 613 and Rush with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be mostly sunny today with a high of 61. Tomorrow, uh, sunny with a high of 61. It's 35 right now in downtown Springfield. You know, for those of you who are listening uh, today live, that's awesome. For those of you who are going to be listening on the podcast later on today or on any other day, mm-hmm. it's all brought to you by Marcotte Ford. They got your back for sales, service, parts, and rentals. Marcotte Ford in Holyoke. So thanks to them. Uh, yes, thank you. And uh, so far, the weather for next week, uh, Monday's looking pretty good. Tuesday, I see some sprinkles coming out of the clouds on the emoji. <sighs> And then uh, Wednesday, I see the same thing. But that is not going to stop us from uh, doing this th- this thing that we do every year, rain or shine. I believe it was the uh, the great hidden genius of Matthew Wilder who once said, ain't nothing going to break my stride. Ain't nothing going to hold you down. Oh, no. I've got we to got keep, keep collecting food and cans for, and, the, uh, for the needy. And keep on moving, my friend. Uh, tonight, we're uh, we're very excited about this. We'll be doing some celebrity bartending with uh, actual celebrities. A couple of uh, players from the Springfield Thunderbird, uh, Thunderbirds are going to be joining us yeah. at White Lion tonight from 6 to 8. Uh, a portion of the proceeds from uh, the Thunderboom uh, bottles and cans and the mm-hmm. Thunderboom burgers yeah. will be donated directly to the Open Pantry. Plus, you can leave tips. All of that will be going to the open pantry, and uh, you and I will be going around the bar shaking people down for additional uh, donations to the open pantry. Well, last last time they had us pour in actual beers, and uh, as much as I like doing that, I feel our time is better spent harassing the patrons for more money uh, than it is uh, learning how to run the taps. Oh, we're only going to be there, what, you know? Two hours. About two hours. How many times do we do that? Once, twice a year, maybe? You know? Yeah. The need, the knowledge to learn how to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm, I'm not a good beer pourer as much as I thought I was. 
Uh, I'm pretty good at it unless yeah. unless uh, you know the tap is clogged and it's spitting out nothing but foam. That, there's nothing you can do about that. Although I do like the uh, the beer glass bidet that they have. You know what that is? I wish you, I had that in my house. I, I wish I had that in my house, too. It's that you put the glass upside down on it, and it kind of just spritzes it yeah. and washes it. I would I would be using that all day on many different kinds of things in my house. And don't get me wrong. The glasses are already cleaned. It's just, I don't, What is the purpose? Of it? There was something about that. that uh, there was a reason why they did that. Uh, any glass that's sitting around for a while collecting dust? Right. So you want to just kind of... You want to you want a perfectly clean glass as you're drinking your White Lions. You know, the thing is, though, they sell enough of those White Lions that there's no dust collecting on anything. Anyone's there. going to White it's, Lion yeah. usually is drinking you know, a, a yeah. pretty good clip. But uh, I thought that was pretty neat. I do need one of those for my house. I could... Uh, all the cups my kids have, yeah, I could wash those out immediately instead of having them grow legs on them weeks after when I find them in their rooms. <laughs> yeah, no, we definitely need people out there tonight. Again, it's all to support the, yeah. uh, the Mayflower Marathon, which begins next Monday. Uh, on Sunday, we are going to be on that uh, Dave uh, Madsen show on uh, on Western Mass News. I don't even know what time that show is, uh, is on. Uh, what is it? Finding answers, getting answers. Looking for answers. Looking for answers. Asking questions yeah. and getting answers. Cheat sheet, it's called. Okay, whatever it is. Uh, I thought we did a pretty good job yesterday talking to Dave. I thought we did pretty good, too, and I got to model off the shirt that we're going to be selling at the uh, at the Mayflower Marathon game. You know, I didn't even put two and two together at the end of the show when he was like, oh, yeah, the Mayflower Marathon starts tomorrow. And we're like, what, what? Dave? <laughs> what? What are you talking about? And then we realized... Oh, yeah, oh, we're yeah. recording this for yeah. Sunday morning. I get it. Yeah. yeah. Which is hilarious because we do the same thing. You know, when we do, we pre-record an interview, which almost never happens. You know, we try to, you know, time it correctly in the way we speak. Well, good luck with your show tomorrow. You yeah. know, it's like a week and a half before it happens. We never pre-record interviews. But I can guarantee you that Joe Bonamassa and Trevor Rabin will be on the Mayflower <laughs> Marathon next week. 100% guaranteed. Uh and and speaking of uh of the guest lineup, we're we're actually uh we get to, we're in pretty good shape there next week. Uh, I, I we didn't get, uh, I didn't pull it up uh this morning, but yeah, no, it's it's looking really really good. I I like having the regulars on. You know, the 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 Bob Marley, the Tom Cotter, the Kerry Cotter, the you know, all those all those fo- Mike Scully will mm-hmm. be there uh or well, not be there. They're going to be on the phone with us. And uh Fitzy Fitzy from Townie News, yeah, sure. Which uh, he's excited to come back on the show. And uh, he said, hopefully the conversation will be livelier than the Pats season is right now. Well, that would be good to know. He said Liza Minnelli's dead corpse was probably more interesting than the Pats season right now. <laughs> which which is true. Probably true. Um, uh, also, uh, Congressman Richie Neal, that'll uh, that'll certainly grab you. Uh, so. You know what? That's going to be the best one yet. Yeah, because you know what? That, when, when Richie Neal shows up, that's an indicator we're almost done. Yeah. Like, you, you, you can end it right now. Yeah, the sky opens up and uh, the light shines down through the clouds. Whatever, if there's rain or snow in the forecast, that'll all be gone once Prince Richie Neal comes into the picture. <laughs> and I'm going to really press him about this daylight saving time. Thing. You should. You should. The, the whole thing is a, is, a, is a phony scam, and he should be uh, giving you some information about what's going to happen. Somebody emailed me yesterday and said, why are you wasting time asking Richie Neal about this? And why don't you ask him about, you know, the economy? I'm like, because I'm never going to get a straight answer. And this is something I'm really passionate about. All right. I'll tell you what. Yeah. <clears throat> you ask him those questions. Yeah. 
and I'll ask him real questions. Real questions. Well, this is a real question. It is a real question, but let me just let me just kind of preface it by saying I will ask him questions about what's going on in the world, and you can ask him questions about what's going on locally right here. Yeah. Okay. How does that? How does that sound? I don't want to know anything about what's going. I already know what's going on around here. Oh, I know. The, the, listen! The moment the question yeah. leaves my mouth, and he he uh, concocts some sort of diversionary answer, I'm already thinking and moving on to the next thing I want to talk about. I'm not even listening to how much he's or what he's saying because I know it's mostly nothing. But I at least uh, give him the benefit of the doubt and the respect that his office uh, deserves. Yes, yes. Yeah, very much and, so. And what yeah, you yeah. heard out of me right now is a total uh, cockamamie bunch of BS. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, I don't know where you uh, all of a sudden came from. <laughs> what, are, what are you doing over there? Oh, a rich history of deceptive broadcasting. That's but, where I come from. But uh, besides that, it's going to be a great a great Mayflower Marathon. We're going to have a, a great time next week. The, the important thing to remember about this, this year's event is, uh, it's not about you know whether it's just the 30th anniversary or that we're at MGM. What's really important to, to to note, unlike previous years, we've never had a crisis situation with food insecurity in the Springfield area like we have right now. Yeah, it's it's bad. When one in four families are struggling with it, that doesn't mean you know this is about other people. This is about people that may be in your neighborhood, people that you may work with, friends, family who may not necessarily be telling you the kind of struggles they're having, but they are having. The uh, The numbers are staggering. And when we talk to uh, Nicole Lucier next week about the specifics of that, uh, brace yourselves because it's really eye-opening. That's why we need your help uh, next week, maybe more than we've ever needed. So get uh, get cracking. Get your, uh, your, your, uh, your, 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 your food together, your money together, whatever you can spare and whatever you can do to help. Next week, it starts on Monday at 6 a.m. It's going to be a humdinger. Yes, we'll be humming and dinging. Oh, well, there'll be there'll be a lot of dinging down there. It's lot, lots of dinging. 622 in Rock 102. Get you. Fields Classic Rock at 629 and Allison Chains of Bax and Nagel at Rock 102. Sunny with a high of 61 today. Sunny with a high of 61 tomorrow. It's 35 right now in downtown Springfield. It is a uh, Thunderbird Thursday. Your chance of winning some uh, great Thunderbird stuff happening uh, later on today. Also, Scott Zolak will be joining us to talk about uh, Patriot football. A couple other things coming up today, too. Now nah, we'll, we'll be talking about uh, Kansas City and Taylor Swift. Yeah, and, uh, well, I tell about it, uh, you know what he saw in Germany. You know, what kind of uh, sightseeing did he do? No, no, no. Actually, I was going to go more with uh, what uh, Travis Kelsey was uh, doing down in Argentina, mm. the Eras Tour, and, yeah. and all that stuff. And we can talk about how she changed the lyrics to the song. To yeah, it's nice. Yeah. You know, all the important patriot stuff. <laughs> Because do you really want to be dragged down to that kind of level? Nah, no. Nah, why just, would you? We just, we're, we're New Englanders. We just want to pretend nothing's really wrong in the background. Because nothing is. No, it never is. You want to laugh? Yeah, I do. Right. It's Bex and Nagel's joke of the day. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I am usually. On Rock 102. I make you laugh? Springfield's <laughs> Classic Rock. So a husband and wife, over the course of their marriage, very long marriage, yeah. have uh, eight children, right? Eight children. Yeah, that's a lot of kids, isn't it? It is. Uh, one day, the husband notices that the sixth child, Billy, looks a little different from the other seven, okay? Okay. The husband goes to his wife and says, honey, I noticed that Billy looks different from the other children. Did you have an affair? 
And the wife just starts losing it. She starts breaking down into tears, and she says, yes. <laughs> and the husband is heartbroken, and he goes, so who's Billy's father? And she goes, you are. Get it? <laughs> yes, that's it. It was the, the only, only kid one. that's his yeah, out of the eight. All the seven. All the other were ones from were other people. Oh, <laughs> man, what a sinner. Bax and Nagel in the morning. Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news, and it is brought to you by Gary Romhunday. Technicians get up to a $5,000 sign-on bonus right now. Learn more at GaryRomhunday.com slash family. His local radio icon, Steve Nagel. Thanks, Banks. One of four men who were injured in a shooting on Morgan Street in Springfield Tuesday evening has died. According to Springfield Police Department spokesman Ryan Walsh, at approximately 6.25 p.m., officers were called to the 0100 block of Morgan Street for reports of a gunshot victim. Upon arrival, officers found three gunshot victims, two inside a semi-truck and one on the ground. A fourth shooting victim walked into Bay State Medical Center. One of the men inside the semi-truck died due to his injuries, and the other man found in the truck suffered serious injuries. The additional two gunshot victims are expected to recover. One resident of the Morgan Manor Apartments uh, told 22 News he had just come outside after the shootings had happened. He said four cruisers, a guy sitting in there on the ground with, uh, with his hand with a shot with a bullet hole. Uh, that's Rafael Vega of Springfield. He said it, was, it wasn't like this 50 years ago. If you'd fight, you'd fight with your hands, and then you'd shake the person's hand goodbye. Now knives, guns, knives and guns, it's getting worse. The department's homicide unit led by Captain Trent Duda is currently investigating the incident. Three teenagers were arrested in Springfield in connection with an incident where three officers were injured back in September. According to Ryan Walsh, at approximately 6.15 p.m. on September 26, officers observed a Hyundai driving on Maple Street that was reported stolen earlier that day. Officers performed a traffic stop on Broad Street where the driver, who was identified as 19-year-old Daniel Walker of Springfield, drove in reverse and hit a cruiser with two officers inside. His name is Walker. He shouldn't have been driving Should have been driving in the all. first place. Walker accelerated forward, driver uh, driving, over, driving over one of the officer's feet. Walker was driving recklessly as more officers arrived, almost hitting multiple pedestrians, bicyclists, children, and other vehicles on the road. Walker then proceeded to drive right through a stop sign and crashed into a cruiser at the intersection of Morris and Central Streets. The cruisers were totaled, and the two officers were injured in the crash. He then jumped out of the car and attempted to run from the crash on foot. Oh, now he's now, a runner. Now yeah. he's willing to walk yeah. fast. Oh, he's a runner now. First you're a walker, now you're a runner. Well, make make a make a decision there, pal. What do you want to be? You want to walk or do you want to run? You can't drive. No. Yeah. I'll tell you what. If he wanted to get away scot-free, he should have employed actress Minnie Driver. Ah, I like because that. Because she is a driver, not a walker. In fact, she is. Now, Christopher Walken. Right. He's always been a decent driver. And a good dancer, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. He is a dancer. Officers arrested the uh, 14-year-old boy on Central Street who tried to run away from the accident as well, but they took Walker into custody in the area of Dale Street. But, uh, hey, you get to see the whole body cam footage, all this big bang crash shoot em up kind of thing. That's cool. That's it, why you have them. It's, it is cool. It's very cool. It's not really cool. It's not cool to, to do that. It's not cool when some idiot in a car runs over your feet yeah a uh, pit bull named blue got his christmas wish to be reunited with, reunited with his dad an army soldier who was away you're my boy blue 
Now, uh, were there any clues left uh, with this dog, with some uh, young fella named Steve? No. No, there wasn't. That's not the, uh, you know, that's so weird that you brought that up. I just read a story about him. Steve? Yeah, and how he uh, said, he was talking about the fan mail that he used to get being on the show. And he goes, you know, 80% of it was was preteen girls talking about how they love the show so much. Right. The other 20% were their moms telling me disgusting things they wanted to do to the Blues Clues guy on TV. Now, see, those are the yeah. letters I'd want to read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said it was like a penthouse letter extravaganza. Yeah. Yeah. Can did you did he go that? to the mailbox and get these letters and start singing... We just got a letter. We just got a letter. Yeah. We just got a letter from a 50-year-old woman who wants to show me her breasts. Dear Penthouse, I know you're looking for clues, but what about all that DNA you left in my bedroom last <laughs> night? <laughs> We're going to have the crime scene services come in and do one of those blacklight things and show where Blue's Clues really are. It's a tough day when Steve left that show. Uh, yes, it was. It's it was a very a, tough day. Well, he said he, and that was part of this this whole article. It was like an interview with him. That is, isn't it really weird when you you th- you say something, and I just read something about that. It's almost like we're connected. Yeah, like some yeah. sort of a weird simpatico yeah. brain synapse thing going between us. ESP. Yeah. All right. What number am I thinking of right now? Sixty nine. No, it was yeah. sixty seven. But you were close. But you owe me. Yeah, yeah, two. All right. That's now. Anyway, I don't want to get too too uh, carried away with that one. What else is going on in the news, Steve? There's nothing really going on in the news. I was talking about the dog being reunited. Chewy, an online source for pet products, received a letter from Bruce's grandma as part of their Chewy Claws program to help make holiday wishes come true. The grandma wrote the following letter uh, for ten-year-old Blue. I live with my grandma while my dad is in the army, and Grammy spoils me with toys and treats. But I really want my dad to come home safely for Christmas. The reunion was caught on camera as Blue greeted his dad, Dan. He's in the military and was stationed in another state. During that time, Blue is in good hands with his grandma. This was Chewie's first wish fulfilled this year. He's also received toys and treats. Now that's nice. The pit bull. Yeah. Mr. Worldwide. He started singing. Wrong, wrong pit bull. Oh, it's not the same? No. Same guy? Uh, speaking of uh, people in the military, a tow company accused of refusing to allow a military member deployed overseas to pay fees has reached an agreement with the U.S. Attorney's Office to resolve allegations of violating the service member's Civil Relief Act. According to the Department of Justice in Boston, Tedisco Towing failed to obtain a court order before enforcing a lien on a vehicle owned by U.S. Air Force Staff Sergeant who was deployed overseas. The complaint alleges that Tedisco uh, Towing impounded the staff sergeant's vehicle, refused to allow him to pay the towing and storage fee by phone, and ultimately sold the vehicle and its contents, which included costly military tactical gear and several irreplaceable items of sentimental value. What? Is that how much of a jerk a tow company is, that they would uh, do that to a service member who clearly, you know, obviously had to leave a car there? Well... For Steve, some reason, if, if you go back uh, a few years through like Springfield, for example, Springfield's history with tow companies. Mm-hmm. I mean, today's uh, you know, towing contracts are uh, run, uh, you know, on the up and up, yeah. as you can imagine. They're they're great citizens and uh, God bless everyone who works for a towing company. But back in the day, there were some rogue towing companies that may have uh, done things their way. 
May doing it uh, to make a little extra money on the side, perhaps? I, I am not pointing fingers, but it wouldn't take very much for someone to investigate those kinds of stories. Uh, oh, because they're out there. Anyway, under the SCRA, it protects anyone holding a lien on the property of a service member to obtain a court order prior to auctioning off, selling, or otherwise disposing of that property. A search can be conducted on the Department of Defense Manpower Data Center uh, website to determine whether an individual is protected uh, as a service member. The agreement with the U.S. Attorney's Office states that Tedisco Towing must pay the staff sergeant $5,000 in damages and the United States a $1,000 civil penalty. The company has also created new policies and training to prevent future violations. Hmm. That is uh, kind of, that's, if you're deployed, let's say you go somewhere overseas, you're not going to be able to come back for a while, your car gets towed, now you're screwed. You realize, hey, I'm not going to be able to come back to the car. Hey, can I just pay this by credit card over the phone? The towing company goes, yeah. Well, you can make the argument that if you were going to be deployed, it's never just a surprise. Yeah, now, but maybe I'm, you could make arrangements for your car rather I, than leave it on on a street. The, here, here we are again, though, with no details to the story. I don't know what the actual circumstances were, mm-hmm. but it sounds like you didn't do your homework and you violated the law. So, well, Steve, I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, if I if I'm uh, if I'm being deployed, I'm going to make sure that all of my uh, you know all of my affairs are in order, including what yeah. am I going to do with my car. You know, I would do. I would leave it in a parking garage. Dude, where's my car? Yes. Yeah. There was I would a, leave it in, a, in a, like a like the MGM parking garage. Yeah, nobody would know. Yeah, right? I mean, I would. I wouldn't. You know, leave it with the, you know, with the uh, the valet service. That could be very costly over a period of time. But uh, if I can leave it upstairs on the uh, the top floor, who's to say? You know, that's a good security question for MGM. Yeah. Like find out what you know. I'm sure they have a policy in place that somebody. There's somebody patrolling those lots, and I'm sure that they have cameras in there that can tell, like, if a car's been there for longer than 12 hours. I seem to recall, it was many years ago, the uh, the Civic Center parking garage, you know, which is now just a big hole in the ground. Uh, you know, driving through there, trying to find a spot that, uh, you know, was not cordoned off by emergency tape. Right. Uh, or, you know, falling chunks of concrete. Seeing uh, vehicles in there that were, like, covered covered with dust like they oh, probably yeah. have been there for years and no one dare say boo because i don't believe they had the security camera system that say like the mgm has which is a very sophisticated uh, bunch of business yeah you know those cameras in those mirrors in the in the elevators when you get in there right oh i know i know they make it seem like there's not but they're there well the they're thing is there. if you're running a casino you need that kind of security you just you just knew you need it. Yeah, because you don't want everybody finding out exactly where you're looking at them from. Right. You need to be like incog incognitus about it. Right. You like how I did that one? Yeah, incognitus. Uh, your Pioneer Valley forecast today uh, is going to be sunny with a high of 61. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 61 as well. It's 35 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Ah, yeah. GG Inc. Rock 102, Springfield's classic rock at 652. And that right there is the Beatles on Rock 102. I got a buddy who says it's going to be sunny today with a high of 61. <laughs> Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 61. It's 35 right now in downtown Springfield. Rock 102 and Feel Good Shop Local want to hook you up for the holidays. There are 50 local businesses on their site. You can do all your holiday shopping from the comfort of your home and do it in a single day if you really want to. 
Go to uh, rock102.com and sign up to win a $250 gift certificate to Feel Good Shop Local. Uh, a winner gets chosen on December 4th, and it's your chance to win with feelgoodshoplocal.com and Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. Um, I'm just reading this story about this woman, a 57-year-old woman named Sandra Henderson just pleaded guilty to larceny, trespassing, and disturbing the peace after crashing a wedding in September and stealing for people. But this ain't her first rodeo. She's been walking into strangers' wedding receptions for the last six years in at least three states, Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi, stealing from the bride and groom and their guests. Hmm. She digs through purses while guests are distracted during memorable moments, and she also snatches uh, presents off gift tables and is made off with tens of thousands of dollars in cash, credit cards, and gifts. Hmm. And, How about uh, that? You know, after all the years of doing that, and this lady looks like, she looks like an aunt or something. She's got gray hair. She looks like she belongs. Right. You know, that's the thing. We've talked about this before. If you can play the part, nobody will question you. You know, a couple of years ago, I was uh, I was out of town for a uh, for an out of town funeral, mm-hmm. and I met up with a couple of friends of mine. I hadn't seen them in years, and uh, so I'm staying at the hotel, and uh, and she and her boyfriend come, and there's a wedding going on in. You know, one of those big reception rooms in the hotel. Yeah. So we thought, okay, well, what the hell? Let's just uh, let's just go to the wedding and see what's up. Well, you weren't there to steal anything. No, we yeah. stole nothing. Right. All we did was we we hung around. I think we bought a round of drinks at the bar. It wasn't you know it wasn't an open bar, so mm-hmm. we paid for everything. And then yeah, you know, we're probably there for like a good you know ten twelve minutes, and the the mother of the bride comes storming up. You know, like stomping her feet in the ground with her you know, arms moving back and forth like she's Popeye. And she says, you don't belong here. Get out of this wedding. And good, we're like, good for her. Oh, we're not causing any problems here, ma'am. We're Doesn't not even, make a difference. We're not you getting, getting a piece of cake. We're not even uh, you're getting the uh, the chicken cordon blue. None of that stuff. You weren't invited to any of that stuff. So uh, you weren't invited. So you shouldn't have been there. I know, but I had a buddy. I hadn't seen her in a long time. <laughs> and it's you, like, uh, you know, we... We're sitting around the bar out the uh, in the hotel. We say, well, what else is going on did, around here? Did anybody question you afterwards? Like, uh, did any, any the patrons of the wedding come up and go, hey, I saw you almost, I saw you got caught by her. No, no one really said anything. But, uh, man, it's like I couldn't believe the kind of anger and, uh, yeah. and zeal that was uh, consuming this woman. But after having done so many weddings for so many years, yeah, I could see how easy it would be for somebody to do this. It's really easy to just walk in. There's so many people. If there's so many people, you probably wouldn't be able to do it at like a maybe less than a 75 person wedding. Because then you're now you're now you're making it obvious. Yeah, but if you went to one of them big bougie like 250 person ones or or greater, hell would, yeah. Unless they have a guest list going on at the door, nobody would question you. And most places don't. It's not like you know the the Riverview in Simsbury isn't checking off names on a list when you walk in the door. <laughs> it's a beautiful place, but yeah. it's it's a huge place. That, I'm just using that as an example. Even the log cabin, and when you when you open up all those all those yeah. rooms and everything like that, if you have a big giant event like that. Who would know that you were not part of it? Now, at our wedding, there were 102 people there. No kidding, 102. On purpose? No, it was not on purpose. Oh. That's just the number that 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 it was. Yeah, 102 people. It's like yeah, you know, we I think we had like a 
We invited 110, uh-huh. and eight people didn't show, and then so was 102 people. Oh, how significant. Uh, in a way, yeah. yes. And uh, you know, nobody crashed. That you know of. Um, no. no. No, I don't believe anybody crashed, because it, it was a small group of people. I knew every single person there. Do you think you would have noticed? With all that was going on on that day, you're more concerned about your beautiful bride uh-huh. and the things you just did. You yep. want to dance with her. You want to feed cake. You want to whatever whatever it is you want to do. Right, right. You're not focused on all the people coming in the door. Oh, no. I was taking a very close inventory of a per plate cost. Oh, is that what you... What, what, <laughs> all right, I can definitely see that. Then you're you're one of the. Exceptions I have one of those giant world. ledgers yeah. and uh, you know one of those adding machines yeah. with, the, with the handle. Yeah, no, every you, time I saw somebody eat, like ka-ching. You're like the Costco guy with the clicker at the front door. Click click. Let me see your card. I'm click, clicking click. everybody yeah. on the way in, click, click, yeah. and I'm taking a sharpie on yeah. the receipt yeah. on the way out. Yeah, it's like all right. How many smiley faces have you got on this receipt? Oh, show me the gift receipt. Yeah, let me see what you're walking out yeah. of here with. Yeah, okay, yeah. you got you got the. Uh, <laughs> You got the centerpiece. Okay, yeah. smiley you, face to you. Do you get creative and draw a little doggy like the one guy does? He gets a little creative with it. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Outdoor Power Headquarters. Steel, Craftsman, Aaron's, plus battery-powered Ego. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, I've said this before, and I will say it again. In the world of professional and collegiate sports, the primary objective is to win things. Games, tournaments, championships, you know, the usual. However, there are times when doing so requires an additional level of resourcefulness. Some would call it cheating, others would call it seizing upon certain strategies to ensure a greater percentage of success. Whatever you call it, some people will still think it's cheating. Later today, the University of Michigan football program, including head coach Jim Harbaugh, will appear in court for a hearing to determine whether they participated in an illegal sign-stealing effort against other teams in the Big Ten. You may recall that last month, NCAA President Charlie Baker was informed that there, were credible, that there was credible evidence suggesting that Michigan had been guilty of in-person scouting of other teams in an effort to steal signs. This, according to NCAA rules, is an illegal practice and has been for years. Today's hearing will not only investigate whether these allegations are credible, they'll also look into whether head coach Jim Harbaugh had any knowledge of it, the result of which could determine whether Harbaugh will serve out the remainder of a three-game suspension from Big Ten competition. If not, he'll be allowed to coach this Saturday when Michigan faces Maryland in what could be his 1,000th career win. Now, here's the thing. The University of Michigan is claiming that no matter what happens during today's court hearing, Uh, If the Wolverines win on Saturday, Jim Harbaugh should be assessed his 1,000th win, whether he's there or not. They are, after all, the second-ranked team in the country, and he's still the head coach. Now, as much as I respect the effort of sending a scout out of town to steal signs from other teams, if you're not participating in the game, particularly during a three-game suspension, then you shouldn't take credit for things that you weren't there to make happen. Now, if he's allowed to coach on Saturday and they win the game, that's different. But if you're staying home or out stealing signs from other some other team somewhere, then under no circumstances should that win belong to you. Because that's wrong. And I'm sure you're all aware of how firmly I stand on the ethics of that sort of thing. But hey, and if I'm yapping, sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. Have you met the new paint person of the Agawam Rockies? Lissa just completed her training and is eager to help you with your painting project. Good people like Lissa and rock solid service at every Rockies Ace Hardware. 
I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock at 7-Eleven and Steppenwolf with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Going to be mostly sunny today with a high of 61. Tomorrow, more of the same with a high of 61. It's uh, 35 right now in downtown Springfield. Well, here's a stunning surprise. Uh, Marty Caproni is back in the studio. Marty, is it possible that you look better today than the last time we saw you? I don't think it's probable, but it's possible, I guess. What do you think? You just walk in here unannounced and unwelcomed? I like how you guys think that I left. You guys, oh, you're back. I'm like, no, no, no. I slept in the closet here all night you know, so. he slept here yeah <laughs> you know the funny thing is we had uh, we had a general manager here years ago who uh, felt that uh, you know if there were a storm <laughs> and all this other stuff that uh, the jocks would sleep here and uh, they bought air mattresses and mres mm-hmm. and, it's like a little sleepover you know, they, they they have that food i'm sure it's still good it's the it's like uh, beef stroganoff in a can that's like uh lasts for about 50 years before it needs to be replaced yeah. i had to tell the guy i said did you realize i'd live at the time 1.9 miles away <laughs> yeah, yeah. i'm not need... I, i'm not sleeping here <laughs> on an air mattress <laughs> you know I've done, well there, i've done everything i can for you sleeping here is not an option for me there were plenty of people over the years who have done that i <laughs> slept here not on an emergency situation no. because of no other choice personal yeah. personal personal situations at home that is true yes uh, uh, so, so welcome yeah, well, I'm happy to be back as always. Hey, uh, a couple things that are uh, that are going on tonight. We've got that uh, that uh, celebrity bartending event yes. uh, tonight at White Lion. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, they're also uh, Loophole Brewing is also doing something really cool on Deray Away uh, from uh, four until late. They've got a trailer out there that they're uh, collecting food for the open pantry for the Mayflower Marathon. They'll oh, deliver oh, that's next cool. week. Uh, Jeff from Loophole is a, a great, great guy, and uh, they've been doing that for like the last couple of weeks. You know, you know, events at uh, Deray Away. So if you're going to be uh, going out. Make sure you stop by, drop off a couple of cans, and uh, and and uh, what have you. Well, thanks to our friends over at Loophole Brewing for doing that. Now, there's just like there was just like one more thing you could do tonight. I, I can't know. imagine what, what that might be. And you could because you could do all of that and still go to there's that's a place. true. Yeah, there's a still as a place that <laughs> there has is a dinner and a comedy show. There is. It's uh, happens. To, it's weird that I happen to know it offhand, but uh, <laughs> guys, this is what I hear the scuttlebutt out in the street. Uh, Loft Comedy Club tonight. Uh, normally, I say it's twenty dollars. You get the show and dinner, but tonight it is twenty five dollars for the show and dinner. But uh, we have a very, very talented uh, comedian coming in from New York, uh, Adrian Apanucci, who is fresh off a world tour with Louis C.K. opening for him. She opened for him at Madison Square Garden, everywhere else. Uh, Did he open up anything for her? Uh, no, yeah. no, he did not. He did not. No, okay. no. Yeah. Uh, Just saying. He's a, he's a good guy. Yeah. Uh, no, I believe me. You guys don't want me to go down that road of uh, how no, you got we're railroaded. We're not going to force you into any road. Yeah, we, yeah. we know. But, we said uh, all we need to say. But um, she's uh, she's coming up to run her hour special that she's taping in two weeks for uh, Netflix. Oh, very cool. great. So uh, yeah, so I've told everyone to try to get your tickets in advance to go on Instagram. And, uh, you know, I'll send you the Venmo link and you can go ahead and, and do that and get right on the list. But I need to clarify to people that that does not mean that uh, we do not still have tickets at the door. We absolutely do. So you can show up if you're at the White Lion thing and you see you guys celebrity bartending mm-hmm. and you get done. You're like, hey, I don't want this night to end or, hey, I'm starving. You know, we came here right after work and we're just drinking beers and mm-hmm. forgot to eat or whatever it is. Uh, we got roast chicken, rice pilaf, buttered corn tonight mm. for your uh, $25. And we have a... 
legitimate world class uh, comedy show tonight. That's so, awesome. Yeah, All right. very yeah. very excited cool. about it. Really excited about it. So. Yeah, five extra bucks. I'll be there, and uh, this will be some other. Uh, Carlos Garcia will be there. <laughs> Colton Har- uh, Colton Duarte will be there. Um, we've got uh, we've got a few really. Uh, funny comics that'll be coming through so it's going to be good well yeah five extra bucks this this yeah. show sounds like it's at least an extra like ten dollar value yeah and you're only you only get an extra extra five bucks you, you know i had to tell the people because i was like listen we're gonna we're gonna go up to 25 for this uh, special event show but the truth is i might have to go to 25 dollars anyways because these people eat yeah like they haven't seen uh food before but, it's but, crazy but the but food's are, very good so i i get it but are, the more you increase yes the- are you inviting more appetite? You know, like so. All right, so now, all right. Well, look, I, I don't just know paid if an there's extra m- five bucks. I'm going to go get three plates of uh, pasta and meatballs. I don't know if the, I don't know if there's m- such a thing as more appetite than when these people come through. Yeah, man. it's I, incredible. Remember uh, years ago we would do the uh, the Rock One Two work release events every Friday night. Oh my God, there's a perfect example. I remember perfect, those. We did a couple of e- those at Cabot back in the day. Yeah, perfectly good example. So what we would do is uh, everybody would go and they get the they get free food. And then you would, what you had is a bunch of freeloaders showing up with Gladware containers, yes. and you filling that up, and uh, and that would yeah. be their their meal for the rest of the weekend. Yes. And then finally, we said, well, you know, this isn't uh, this isn't really fair to those that you know for whatever reason show up a little bit late, and the food is all gone. It's not fair for the venue to provide free yeah. food if you got these freeloaders with like uh, you know Ziploc bags walking out the door. So then we increased it to five dollars. Now, where can you oh, go for five, five, bucks. five bucks? Where can you go in the world where you can get fed right. on a Friday night for five bucks? But but, right. but but again, it wasn't being fed. It was an appetizer. It was it was, it was a, a display by the Absolutely. restaurant to show you, hey, this is what we offer here. Uh, please try some of our appetizers. But these people would show up like they've never eaten before and will never yeah, eat it was, again. It, yeah. it was more like the prison release uh, work party because these people came yeah. out with an appetite for food like they've never seen it before. You right. would have thought we had punched these people's mother right in the mouth <laughs> asking for upset. $5 yeah. so yeah. you could have and, a couple of uh, you know, mozzarella sticks. And let me just reveal to you what happened when we did the $5. Yeah. There was one guy who was so upset about it he uh, he got a plastic cup and shoved it full of the. He paid the five bucks, yeah. but he shoved it full of the chicken tenders to get his five to get his five dollars worth of that, so he could have something for later when he got home. Yeah, I, the uh, we did the, we did that at Cabot. We had like two of those, I think, back in the day. Yep. And you know the way that they were always said was like, listen, the people are going to come, they're going to drink, it's going to be a good time, and it was. The yeah. people did come and they drank, but the ones that come with the Gladware or this or that. A lot of them, if they wouldn't drink, they'd get waters or, and and they'd be like, can we get a water? Like, yeah, a bottle of water is $2. And they'd be like, no, no, just in in a cup. And then, and then they went from that to, uh, I think they used to, we had like dollar drafts or dollar 50 drafts or something. And they would just drink the dollar 50 drafts. It was one of the classic things that used to happen. Yeah. So Leslie, who worked at Laser for many, many years, a good friend friend of ours, Leslie would get on the microphone. And dress those sons of bitches Parade down <laughs> like you. I love it. Like where you where you going with yeah. that ice water, you <laughs> shifty little bastard? Put that down. Pay your five bucks and grab a drink from the bar. Yeah, go get something worth it in here. She <laughs> would she would just yeah. lay them out. It do, was so great. Do you think I could hire her to work loft on Thursday? Yeah, I'm sure you probably could. No, you know the the other good thing about it, and uh, pe- people don't believe it, but 
we don't a lot of comedy clubs do a drink minimum you yeah. know when people come in they're like you have to buy two, it's a two item minimum you have to buy two items yeah, and a lot of them but the, you're in Chicopee you have right. to watch that set a maximum right and the <laughs> exactly and the and the drinks uh will be like 17 bucks 19 bucks whatever you know um ed ed and nuno the owners of view street they literally uh, they're like, we don't care what other people are doing. We price our drinks based on what we're doing. And therefore, like our drink prices and stuff, and even our food prices in the restaurant are lower than everywhere else in the area. So people, when they come, they go, this is great. You know, you can come yeah. out for yeah. Yeah, 25 bucks a night. You can come out. You can have dinner. You can have a show. You can have a, you can have a couple of beers and, and be out the door for, for well under 40 bucks, which is pretty good. It's crazy, you know. In today's world, it is, you know. Yeah, I, uh, it's it's a good deal. You got to pick yeah. up good deals when you see them. Yep, yep. So tonight's going to be a special one. So uh, I need the people to turn out. I need them all. So I'd love to. I'd love to get to a place where we're turning people away. I don't think that'll happen, but uh, I would love to get as many of you listeners uh, to come out to the show tonight. It's going to be, it's going to be an epic one. It's not for faint of heart either, because yeah. Adrian is uh, she she takes no prisoners with her comedies. It, it, it's dark and. Extremely funny. So, all right. Yeah. Well, if, if we didn't have a place to go tonight, we, we would probably be there. That's all right. Yeah. That's all right. I know you guys are. You'll you'll be there uh, again. Well, Steve will be there on the seventh. Yeah, December seventh. Yeah. Uh, closing out the show. Yeah. And that'll only be twenty dollars, right? Or uh, that that one should be twenty dollars, unless yeah. something crazy happens. <laughs> Can I pick the, the menu? I'll make it easy on the venue and just say pick the cheapest thing possible to make, and uh, we'll pack the room, and you'll make the most money. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what it is. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know if people will be thrilled when they come out. And we're like, we have pasta with no sauce. It's yeah. just butter yeah, dry and salt. sauce. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like my, it would be my kids' menu. Right. Yeah. Pasta with butter. That's yeah. it. That's all you're gonna get. And right. then not even the good butter. You're yeah. gonna get that country crock stuff. It's it's top ramen night tonight. <laughs> At View Street, yeah, yeah. we would still go through it. We would still be, we'd still be like, do we? Ha-? I go down to the kitchen sometimes. You know, the last time you were there, Steve, yeah. that was when I was like, I was like, man, this is crazy because the amount of food. They're like, we just keep going through meat. I kept going down to the kitchen, like, gotta get another tray of meatballs, gotta get another tray of pasta. Like, what is going on up there? The people are heaping their their plate. It was it's hilarious, but unbelievable. Yeah. Well, yeah. again, it's the idea of I paid this money. I need to get as much out of that money as I right. possibly can. Right. Well. Yeah. Normally, I say to people, the joke is, uh, I will give you your sixty three cents of comedy worth right. after you've eaten <laughs> yeah. what you've eaten. Exactly. You know? yeah. But uh, but today. You're going to, I mean, to go see Adrian at the Comedy Cellar, where she's a regular, which is the best club probably in the world for comedy, uh, you're going to pay $25, Can't and there ain't that. no dinner, and there's a there's a food minimum and a drink minimum, and it ain't cheap, you All know? Right. Yeah. All right. So, All right. So that's, yeah. uh, that's tonight. What time does it start? Uh, doors open at 7, which I recommend people uh, try to get there around when doors open, uh, uh, but doors open at 7. The food usually comes out around 7.15, 7.20, and the show starts at 8.00. And we usually wrap the show somewhere around 9.30, 9.45, the latest. So you could be home in bed by 10 if you live uh, close. Perfect. Sweet. Yep. It's uh, 7.23 with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock 102. <laughs> Rock 102. Show. Member FDIC. It's 7.26 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, Dan Brown will give you the forecast because he's so good at it. Uh, Rock 102's 30th annual Mayflower Marathon begins on Monday, three days prior to Thanksgiving. Uh, you and I'll be broadcasting for 52 hours, starting at 6 o'clock on Monday to 10 a.m. Wednesday, the 22nd, from outside the South End Market at MGM Springfield. 
We're going to try filling four trailers with non-perishable food donations to the open pantry. They definitely need uh, your help to make it happen. One out of four families in the Springfield area is suffering from some level of uh, food insecurity. That is at crisis level as far as I'm concerned. Get your collection going at work, at school, at home, around the neighborhood, whatever you can do. You can even donate online at rock102.com. While you're making your donation MGM Springfield next week, you can get tickets to Wednesday night's Springfield Thunderbirds game for Mayflower Marathon night. That is going to be an absolute That's blast. Great. And we'll be uh, selling the uh, the Rock 102 Mayflower Marathon hockey jerseys that night. That's uh, that's a fun night right there. It's a great night. Uh, I'm buying one of those. Thanks to our uh, sponsors, including Capital Moving and Storage, Xfinity, Camping World of West Hatfield, Affordable Waste Solutions, Armand Trucking, MGM Springfield, and many more. To find out all the details about how you can help with the Mayflower Marathon, go to rock102.com. It's the Mayflower Marathon, the 30th anniversary Mayflower Marathon, next week on Rock 102. Sweet. Yes. I can't wait for that game. That's uh, That was so much, much fun last year. And maybe uh, we can be prepared and buy Barry the cotton candy before we actually get to the game. <laughs> As opposed to having to wait for him at the uh, at the elevator to come yeah. back with it? Yeah, like that should be the first thing we do when we walk in is just buy the bag of pop or buy the bag of cotton candy. Yeah. That way everybody's all set. We don't have to lose him in the crowd and then not see him for 40 minutes while he goes and gets his cotton candy. You know what else I think would be uh, very helpful? Like uh, like just our group of folks. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, like uh, you, know, you, your kids, you know, Barry if he's going, yeah. uh, me and my wife, a few other people, maybe you if you go. Uh, maybe we should be the only group on that fan bony. I think we should be. Yeah, really limit it because there were there. Uh, listen, there were a couple of stragglers that didn't really belong in that. <laughs> yeah, bony. the fan bony. Yeah, yeah, who, the fan bony was like, like I don't even know who you people are. They just wanted to get on it with us. Yeah, they're kind of like there's only so much room on the fan bony. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> coattail riders. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you, you know, <laughs> you know where my head immediately goes when you guys say that because uh, I'm a comedian and I just think dark. Yeah. Uh, did you ever see the video of the zamboni that caught on fire? And the guy's still driving around no. the ice. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, I the saw Zamboni's that. on fire. When you're saying the Fanboni, yeah. I'm just picturing all these people on the Zamboni and it catching on fire. Jumping off the thing. Yeah. It yeah. was like one of those trains you were talking about at your show a couple of weeks ago. What's all that? People hanging off the train. That's oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got news coming up next on Rock 102. Here's your we- 733. <laughs> Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. It's time for news brought to you by Gary Rum Hyundai. Technicians get up to a $5,000 sign-on bonus right now. Learn more at GaryRomeHyundai.com slash family. His local radio icon, Steve Nagel. We really should be recording the conversations off the <laughs> air because they're so funny. And we could probably market them and use them on an OnlyFans page like we've been talking <laughs> I about. I know. I'm telling you. That thing... Yeah, we'll take, yeah, yeah, we wouldn't even have to be naked or showing our naughty bits no. anywhere. Just, just no. the conversations off the air. The conversations alone. <laughs> I was just suggesting that uh, Miss Cleo was cutting uh, Marty's Marty's ham and cheese at the, at the deli meat counter the other day. Your career ain't gonna take off there, Marty man. I you see can't do that for twenty dollars and a dinner and a show. I see the bad things for yeah. you in the future. You want some more Black Forest ham, yeah? <laughs> I made you an olive loaf sandwich. I know that's not what you ask for. Right. Listen, I'm going to stay with I you. predict you'll be nothing but disappointed in the sandwich. Tell me, is this cheese cut well enough for you? Because your life is not. Now, you may uh, say, is that the conversation they're having off no, the air? No, no, it's no, much no, worse. No, much worse. worse. See, this, that's what I'm talking about. We could uh, entice people to listen. 
for a simple membership fee. We, yeah, we could have each like we could have one OnlyFans page with each of us having something sure. to contribute and then collectively contribute, and then we have that buddy who can show pictures of us. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's perfect. With all these pregnant chicks all around. Hey, uh, I'm gonna stay away from the uh, the bad news this morning. You know, okay. Like, yeah. It's, it's just like whatever. I, yeah, another shooting in Springfield. Unfortunately, another death, and uh, you can read all about it on uh, 22 News. Uh, but after serving Holyoke Mall customers for decades, the Greek place is being evicted by mall management and has to close its doors by the end of the month. Yeah, that's bad, man. <laughs> uh, we all know things have uh, have to come to an end, and I was just uh, it was just very unexpected," said Ma- Maria Moosh, uh, owner of the Greek place since 1979. Moosh and her family have been working hard and making memories at the restaurant, the Greek place inside the Holyoke Mall's food court. My uh, children were raised there, and they were raised uh, in the back of this restaurant, and things were different back then. Their tenure suddenly came to an end after being sent an eviction notice last month. They tell us the eviction letter wasn't clear on why they were being shown the door. Their last day at the mall is November 30th. Uh, I was on a month-to-month basis, and they just decided to terminate the lease, so at the end of the month, I'm out. Uh, We reached out to the this Western Mass News, reached out to the Holyoke Mall, their management tells us they couldn't comment on leases as they are confidential. They shared a statement with uh, Western Mass News that, reads in, re, news that reads in part, Our goal is to grow business, not to close them. When a business's actions no longer align with their lease obligations, we must respond accordingly. The Greek place has been a valued partner and staple in our community for over 44 years. We wish Maria and her team uh, a success in their next endeavor. I don't wow. know what that means. That's very veiled. Yeah, I don't know. That very means, veiled. Statement. Yeah, the, that's uh, corporate speak for we don't care. Right? That's basically like well, that. I, mean, no, I don't know out. if it's that. You're I mean, out. There's Good luck. probably something going on that we don't know about. That we're not yeah. privy to on uh, on our side? Yeah. Uh, the thing that was most shocking about that story, other than the fact that you said Western Mass nudes there for a minute, I, did, I was yeah. like, there's another business oh. idea for us. It must be the only fans <laughs> in your head. Um, <laughs> the... Uh, the other, the other uh, thing that she said was, my kids were raised there in the back of the restaurant. I'm like thinking to myself, oh my god, those poor kids. <laughs> the Hoyok Mall, imagine. Well, actually, that would be a kind of cool place to be raised. Well, Ooh. the arcade is right across from the food say, court. Yeah, so right. I guess, yeah. Aladdin's Castle, isn't yeah. that what that was? <laughs> what, was the, what was the name of the... Uh... It used to be Just Fun way back in the day. Do you Just, just that? Fun. That was, that? that was like a chain of... Uh, yeah. Like a regional chain. Yeah. Uh, Fairfield Mall in Chicopee, one of my one of my staples growing up, was, had a, a nice Just Fun right next to the Friendlies there. Did, did Another you guys, place. Did you guys ever have an Aladdin's Castle? That was we like a never, video game. No, that no. was like a chain video game place that yeah. was in New Jersey and New York State. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. We had a just fun at the uh, at the Swansea Mall. Oh, you, so yeah, yeah. So, it was so like that was that was like a thing. regional type of thing. I but found, now you may, but now many people may say, well, well if uh, if the Greek place is going out, where where am I going to go for my Greek food? So it's a true thing you know you hope someone would step forward that has a good space for them well, where I they don't. could relocate and then go on the strength of the food malls are taking a hit right now anyways because everyone shops online now yeah you know what i mean so maybe maybe this will be a better thing for them in the long run i i can i can tell you uh, i know this for sure that uh, mykonos that was in the yeah, Eastfield mall sure, they're yeah. opening up downtown in a couple of weeks oh good yeah good chris and his family chris, chris you're gonna uh, you know make a go downtown i like Which a good yiddle oh love it a yiddle? love it yiddle is that, I thought it's gyro. I always it? say gyro, no, and, no, and, and, then they, and then they get I get corrected. Yeah, well, 
you're, you're going to correct me uh, by saying yeah. something. You should be just happy I'm paying you the money for the job. Right. Just be happy. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm buying meat on a stick that you're cutting yeah. off. You know what I mean? It's just... like the, the East Long Meadow people. Yeah. You know, I used to fantasize about taking one of those big, giant, you know, gigantic gyro skewers yeah, like, yeah. right off the heat and just like chomping down on it like mm-hmm. it's a, like a cob of corn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's like, that, that's. That's that's like food porn right there for me. Uh, it, it does look like that thing kind of does look like a rolled up carpet, doesn't it? A little like bit, a, like, but yeah. man, it's so tasty. Yeah, it's tasty. It's I delicious. don't know if you guys, so is a, you know, I always have the weird facts. Uh, I don't know if you guys have been following this, but you hear about the senator in New Jersey, Bob uh, Mendez? I know. I've heard the name before. But... Uh, he's a senator in New Jersey. He's uh, got. Uh, he's indicted by the FBI uh, uh, for this giant million-dollar bribery scheme or whatever. I, I think I did hear a little bit about this over the weekend. The whole thing is centered around that meat that you guys are talking about. Apparently, that meat, like the yeah. shawarma or whatever yeah. uh, meat on a stick that that is, is a monopoly controlled by this one guy, and that guy, th- what the government is alleging is that guy pays off that senator. To then use his influence to maintain his meat stick monopoly. <laughs> you know, of it's all hilarious. the things to get right. like involved in, yeah. like, you know, at least if you're going to be a, a scummy politician and get yeah. involved in some sort of embezzling scheme or yeah. something, at least make it something cool. Like, oh, he was like <laughs> the a, meat stick. Guy. Yeah, he was a he was hoarding whiskey and slip and slide yeah. Yeah. and yeah. stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> what do you got? Oh, he. He was hoarding gyro meat. A g- gyro meat, yeah. protecting. You know, I, I don't want anybody to misinterpret this and, uh, and take it the wrong way, but I've had problems with my meat stick over the years too. <laughs> Your meat stick brings it's got, all the boys. To the it's end. got like a mind of its own. <laughs> this thing, this thing is nothing but trouble. Um, but you know what? They the, that shows you when people talk about money in politics, it shows you. It shows you just how much stuff there is for politicians to make graft off of. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like, how often in your life have you thought of meat on a stick, to, unless you're standing in front of it? It's nothing that you even think about every day or nope. consider hey, or whatever. Senator, this is an untapped market we got going on <laughs> right. here. The gyro meat uh, right. business has got tons of cash right. going on in it. Before you know it's going to come out, the senator from Wyoming is uh, indicted in a blow pop conspiracy. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> You're like, what? Yeah, the blow pop candy. They control the blow pop market. Yeah. You ever notice there's no other blow pops? Well, yeah. that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Remember Laffy. when the Rico statues blew that whole <laughs> yeah, industry right, apart right. with the blow pops? Yeah. And then when and then when that when the blow pop guy gets busted, the Laffy Taffy guy starts sweating. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Yeah. I'm on. They're on to me now. Uh, uh, there was. I'll, a never f- forget, I'll never forget when I first got into Zagnuts. <laughs> As long as you, <laughs> it's another thing that's probably uh, someone's getting a graft of. What, what was the last time you saw a Zagnut? Well, I, mean, I don't know, but uh, I won't lie to you. Zagnuts were quite delicious. I bet you they are. Oh, I've, yeah. uh, I'll pop a few of those on my mouth. Sometimes when my boxer briefs don't work. What? Did, uh, did, you ever have, uh, did you ever have nuts from Aldi's? <laughs> I've had Aldi's nuts before. Yeah, sure. I bet you have. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, uh, there was a Friday. Wait, wait, wait a second. When you get Aldi's nuts, where do you put them? Uh, I put them in my basket. That's where I put them. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. All right. Some people uh, eat them. Okay. I usually put them in a sack. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You yeah. put a sack of Aldi's nuts? <laughs> Uh, there was a frightening situation for students aboard a bus in Springfield on Tuesday when a rock was allegedly thrown at a bus and shattered a window. That would be scary. Yeah, no kidding. Police investigated a similar incident back in September, but in yesterday's case, Western Mass News obtained photos of the school bus with the shattered window 
and we learned the bus is associated with the Longmeadow School District. Oh. Longmeadow uh, Public School Superintendent uh, said in a statement, uh, yesterday we received a report that a bus that served students enrolled in Longmeadow Public Schools through the METCO program had been struck by a rock in the area of Allen and Cooley Streets in Springfield. This is the second time this has occurred. Hmm. Though the rock did not enter the bus yesterday and no student was hurt, this is a very troubling situation as student safety is our highest priority. We're working with the law enforcement, yada, yada, yada. They don't know what's this going is, on. There. This is one of those cases where the news story itself is confusing because you said a rock struck the bus. And I was like, well, let's invade him again. All right? Let's invade. Oh, a rock. Okay. Oh, oh, oh a rock, yeah. And then yeah, I yeah. and then I also heard you say the rock. And yeah. then I was thinking of like the wrestler. Or like Dwayne yeah. Johnson. Like, so, yeah, Dwayne Johnson being thrown through the Yeah. Can you smell what the rock is cooking? <laughs> right. But you yeah. know what's going on well, in my head? But you know what's going on in my head? <laughs> what's that? It wasn't a rock. What was it? It, it was, was a, a rock, rock lobster. lobster. <laughs> 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 Anyway, I forget that line. I always started the second verse. We were, uh, we were at the beach. Everybody, Everybody had matching towels. towels. Yeah, yeah. Your Pioneer Valley forecast. Wait a minute, that's it? <laughs> that was the news? It's 743. Oh, you want geez. me to continue going? Yeah, yeah we'll find other things. Uh, I want to talk about Ludlow coming up in just a few minutes. It's uh, 35 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Caution. What you are about to hear may be too graphic for those with limited amount. <laughs> it's 7.46 of Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, I just gave you the forecast. I don't need to do it again. It's going to be nice today. Um, I'm, I'm, I, I get things sent to me from people, you know, who uh, live in certain areas, you know, around western Massachusetts. Sure. This one was a recording, and this is on the public forum uh, Ludlow, Massachusetts Politics. And this is uh, from the November 14th school committee meeting. Uh I, is it Joe Diaz? Is that how you say his name? I J- believe so, yes. J-O-A-O? Joe. Joe, okay. Uh, most people spell it differently, but Joe, I guess we'll go with. Brought up a supposed grammatical error on a school policy change using the word there. Here's just a little bit of uh, of that audio here. Um, I think my final question and would be on um, public complaints. And I draw your attention to the, whether it be on the, I guess look at the current one. Um, complaints about school personnel will be investigated fully and fairly. However, before any and such complaint is investigated, the complainant must submit his complaint in writing. Anonymous complaints will be disregarded. That's changed out to... Um, complaint is investigated. The complainant must submit their complaint in writing. Anonymous complaints will be disregarded. I think for the sake of spelling, I think we're missing an S on complaint, complainants, or um, his, her complaint versus their. There's a plural, and complainant is sing- singular. Again, I'm not... I don't have a teacher's degree, but I think that's grammatically incorrect. Wait, 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 and it? since we're uh, the board of the school committee, we should have it grammatically correct now. And nobody says anything. 
Because <laughs> they're stunned. He just yeah. asked this. Anyone on that? I, I believe it to be grammatically correct, I, actually. So it encompasses everybody. It, encu it encompasses everybody. Since when? I, I don't have a date in, ter in terms of that, but in terms of in, in the past, one may have put his or her in there. But I know um, in, in writing that that's, I've seen that, I've used that, and I can't give you the grammar rule. In our day and age in school, there would have been incorrect and would have been marked off. Right. Now there is not considered incorrect. So, so is the English language change or just our acceptance of incorrect spelling? My God. All that work was done at the policy subcommittee and with attorneys and with the superintendent. So right. any of the grammatical errors. So we're going to allow the grammatical error to stand? Or? If, if the consent of the committee is that it is not a grammatical <laughs> error, we are going to let that stand. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, without going any further, because this thing goes on for another like six and a half minutes. Yeah. Because there's another complaint in there, too, where he's complaining about how many people can use a urinal at one time. Because he's... he's <laughs> Is that yeah, a problem that's no, happening? I, you know, it's, it's, it has to do with, you know, uh, gender-free bathrooms. Okay. Oh, so it's not about, like, crossing the beams. No, no, no. <laughs> Although that would be kind of cool. If you, my dad and I used to do that when fight. I was little. Sword Crossfire, fight. yeah. Cross you do fire. that at the. Uh, yeah. They used to have the trough urinals at yeah. the Red Sox games. Oh yeah, yeah perfect. Yeah, yeah. 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 Remember, remember the? Uh, I remember up in uh, up in Syracuse <laughs> at the, uh, the, the the Syracuse War Memorial before they redid it. Yeah. Had those. They were circular. Yeah, yeah. circular oh, yeah, fountain, yeah. So you can make eye contact with the guy. You can actually shake your hand uh, with the guy across yeah. the way. Uh, so anyway, going back to this guy with this uh, this Joe Diaz, uh, he's he's got a problem with the way they word. Sure, he's he's mad that they're changing. You know, sure. he he and she to there. Right. I got to tell you, man, this is the same complaint that. Somebody would get offended by the word ladies out in East Hampton. It's just the opposite end of, of the, the spectrum. spectrum. Right. And you're wasting everybody's time because you're you're trying to create this boogeyman that is coming into your What do you mean? It's he and she. What do you mean they're called there? <laughs> I, I just don't understand. Uh, Look, if you want to have a greater conversation, like if he wanted to have a greater conversation about curriculum and what's being taught at what ages yeah. and blah, blah, blah. First of all, I'm going to tell you, that's not the guy. No. Because holy crap, is that boring. I mean, I we listened to what? That's 35 seconds of a soundbite? That was two minutes and 20 seconds. Oh, yeah, because it felt like a yeah. lifetime. Yeah, if did, I was yeah. in my car, I'd be driving <laughs> off the road. Whoa, sorry, what? Uh, so the guy's shuffling through papers like, you know, he's got the Constitution in front of him. He says, I says over here, let me just let me read this. Be a little more, have a little more sizzle, now, have a little more pop. Now, now, when my feet were up on Nancy Pelosi's desk, I noticed that the Constitution <laughs> included the words I, he, and she. <laughs> right. So, so a little. <laughs> and at that point, he takes his his hel hey. his horn full of helmets and smashes them on the ground. Crowd, yeah. You know what? They didn't take a dump on her desk. I did. He did. Yeah, yeah. She did. They. We. <laughs> but a little inside baseball while, yeah. I'm, while I'm listening to that thing, yeah. I can tell you, uh, a kid I grew up with who's a, a buddy of mine, a buddy of mine, uh, <laughs> that I grew up with, is the he's on the school committee.
I think he's the chair, uh, Jeff Lang. And I could hear him. He was the last person that clip answering that thing. I've known him my whole life. I don't want to speak for him. But I got to say, the voice that he has used to be the voice he had when we were kids, where he's like, if this guy says another thing, I'm going to just come down <laughs> crack him like you could tell he was exhausted well, i think they're all exhausted by that uh that, that's grandstanding right that's like trying to get people whipped up into a frenzy or well whatever. it's a passive aggressive way of trying to uh just can't say it. It, it's a passive aggressive way of trying to address sure a uh, an, an issue that sure. really is not that important to what you to where you yeah. are at okay right. i mean listen we all have our our various agendas and and belief systems huh. but you know if you're trying to just you know talk about the yeah. school system in <laughs> your town you're just wasting everybody's <laughs> exactly time. and there's you know as we found out from that east hampton ladies debacle oh, ladies no but think about how much work didn't get done because of your ridiculous opinions about whether somebody or not called somebody a lady this is the exact same thing it's just a different viewpoint it's you know and that's the one of the things that drives me crazy in this country right now is the two the two polar ends of the spectrum mm -hmm. like the super far left and the super far right spend all this time doing this nonsense and i feel like the majority of people are with kind of us in the middle somewhere being like i'd like to think that anyway. you know being like hey you know can we can we just focus on the stuff that's really really matters first you know what i mean and also just because you disagree with people on certain things doesn't mean that they hate this country and they're demons and they're this and they're that and everything else you know what i mean like somewhere in the middle is that but that is the of it, all the things it's, to, it's it's technicality stuff yeah it's like it's like little things and and they even told him Listen, this this was written by the subcommittee, who's not even here tonight. They have lawyers. Right. They did all this. You know, okay, we'll send it back to the subcommittee and see what they can you know, do about it. It's also not clear that the agenda here really is about, you know, how people are identifying uh, right. gender or gender roles or anything. Right. What basically is happening here is language that includes everybody. It's not gender specific. Right. So you know, if if and, and if who, that's if that's the case, why are you making a big deal out of it? No one is being excluded by this language. You know, uh, when you buy a when you buy a house, the purchase and sale agreement or whatever, a lot of legal contracts are written without gender ex uh, inclusive, their gender specific language in those contracts. They're boilerplate contracts, so that whoever the principals are signing the contracts, you don't have to be like Mister, Miss. You know, you just. Right. They said this on this day, this is blah, 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 this is the execution, whatever, the parties, whatever uh, forms there. If you wanted to make a greater point about something that you thought, it sounds like maybe what's going on in Ludlow is there is no greater point to be made. Maybe there isn't like the curriculum that's got people all worked up. So this guy's trying to figure out a way to get people all worked up, and that's his way. Hey, uh, today happens to be a Thunderbird Thursday, and if you were aware of that, we have uh, we have the whole big package. Four tickets on the ice for this Friday's game against the Utica Comets, uh, four hats, four koozies, four stickers, and a Thunderbird drawstring bag. You can have all of those things, and uh, all you got to do is be the 10th caller right now at 293-1021. Good luck to you. Yeah, they can win the prize. <laughs> they <laughs> can win the prize. They, yeah. the Thunderbirds. Yeah, yeah. Yes. They and are they, very the generous. Uh, right. Right. Yeah, right. So good luck. It's 756 <laughs> and Rock 102.
Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 811 and ZZ Top with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Sunny today with a high of 61. More of the same for tomorrow. It's 35 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, if we could try to uh, bring down all the fun here for just a minute. Nah, to, like, avoid all the laughter uh. and good times. It's time to talk about the New England Patriots. Uh. And on the phone this right now, it's Scott Zolak. Good morning, Scott. How you doing? Morning, guys. Doing great. How you doing? Listen, the uh, most surprising thing over the weekend, in my opinion, was when Taylor Swift changed the lyrics to her song to include <laughs> Travis Kelsey and then goes up and kisses him afterwards like an old 80s movie. How cool was that? <laughs> this, this, this has to stop. I've got two daughters. i got two daughters. We've been the biggest Taylor Swift fans. We've been yeah. to every concert. We were front row at Gillette in May. And she's got to go and do this crap. Uh, with this guy, and uh, I, I think it's real now. And I don't, I didn't want to believe it, <laughs> you know, but I got other things to look forward to. Kenny Chesney and Zach Brown are coming to Gillette, so that'll be my new thing. We got um, good. You know, if she had started dating Mac Jones instead, they yeah. would have broken up by now. Yes. Oh, she would have left after the first pick. <laughs> <laughs> So how was like stop it? You got to stop serving apple turnovers. <laughs> <laughs> so so tell us about your uh, your German experience. How how was that over the weekend? Frankfurt was cool. Like the problem is it's the flight. The flight's so damn long. It took us six and a half to get there, Oof. and we got a pretty big plane heading over on the team plane. But you land at seven in the morning. We went at breakfast. I passed out for two hours. Woke up, thought I had my ass sewn to the rug. You don't know where you're at. You don't know what time it is. It's six hours ahead. So my clock is still all screwed up. Uh, but we got to walk around, have some steins, you know, the big steins. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. We got to see some, some cool, cool architecture, uh, the downtown square, all the little shops and that. It felt like I was in, actually in Epcot Center. So if you've ever been to Disney World and <laughs> yeah. got to Epcot yeah. and go through Germany, it's pretty much built just like it. Well, you know, you know <laughs> so what? We saw a lot of... We could just continue right. talking about German tourism because there's really nothing interesting that happened at the game. <laughs> oh, I totally agree. Yeah. I totally agree. But, like, the game was great because the fans were screaming. I don't know how much it transmitted to TV or radio for you guys. But they were loud the whole game. Yeah. Everybody smoked cigarettes, which is weird. You see smoke just coming up. Everybody's, <laughs> you know, pumping on butts and uh, drinking beer, and, like, they serve hot dogs with sauerkraut. Like, you, the games. you know nice. who should have been puffing cigarettes is Mac Jones when he's on the sideline after throwing <laughs> oh, I mean, it, it was a bad one, another bad one. He's, his mistakes are the most critical, and they're the most egregious, and the problem is they're reoccurring, and this is why Bill's got to make the move. And uh, he can't play anymore for this team. I, I I I totally agree. I mean, it's 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 at the point now where even even if he you know was uh, even if there was an idea that maybe he should start, he's he's basically played himself off this team. And and, and you, you want to give him the benefit yeah. of the doubt, but you know how do you, how would Bill ever go back to this? I just don't know. You can't. You can't. You can't. Uh, by injury. By in, like say the other two guys get hurt. That's the only way I see it. Um, like we ran the ball for over 160 yards. The defense yeah. shut them down, held them to 10 points, and we can't score more than six. And his picks are so bad. He should have thrown two more in the red zone. You know, yeah. I think they're more upset with that underhanded flip to Ramondre. If he doesn't tip that, that's a pick six going the other way. So, um, yeah, and, he, had, he had a really, really bad game. Bad so, game. so, Scott, after the game is over, and obviously you're flying back on what had to be the longest flight <laughs> in international travel history. Yep. 
I mean, seven hours. Seven hours of everybody not wanting to talk to each other. I, the the mood right. in that plane had to be absolutely awful. Yep, it was bad mood, bad food. Um, they basically, you know, through security, German security at the airport, we had to go through regular security, which was the first. I know it's international, but everybody basically got the cavity search. And um, you know, once we land, then you got to go through customs. Then you got to get on the bus. Then you got to get the Logan. I mean, then you got to get the Gillette. So, like the seven-hour flight didn't account for the two hours of getting on the plane, and then you know the three hours getting to your car. So it was an all-day trip. Hey, uh, hey, uh, Scott, it's Marty Caproni again, the uh, resident uh, comedian who stops in here sometimes. Yeah. Uh, w- when they did the cavity search, did they find Bill O'Brien's foot up Mac Jones' <laughs> rear end? Because I saw Bill. I think it was Bill. <laughs> yeah, it was Bill's too. I saw that clip of him uh, basically eviscerated, just destroying Mac on the sidelines. Yeah. Is that when you think they had had enough between him and and, yeah. and Belichick? That's Billy. That's why his nickname's Teapot because he explodes like that. Yeah. Every once in a while, it's not often. <laughs> yeah. I was down at the. We, we played the Redskins many years ago, and uh, he lit up Brady, and Brady went back at him, and I was about ten feet from it. Oh. And I, my mop almost hit the floor. Like those guys had to be separated. It was. Those don't happen often, but when it does, you know, it's pretty much a break point. You know, and that Billy's seen enough of it. Well. And, so that means we're, we're coaching you. You do this in practice, then you do this dumb crap in a game. Stop it. Throw the damn ball to Ramondre in the flat now. That's what he's saying. The uh, the Patriots also wind up uh, dropping Jack Jones this week. Uh, you know, considering this guy's you know long history of uh, oh I don't know uh, traveling with weaponry, uh, you know you know you, you, you're ruining Chinese restaurants, uh, what have you. Uh, do you think that was a uh, long overdue? Yes. I'm surprised he made it out of the summer after that incident at Logan. Like, that, that stuff's cut and dry. Yeah. Um, you know, all the law enforcement and freaking lawyers we had calling us and state reps just like, hey, it's in the rule. Like, he's done. And I don't know how they got him off. You know, that crazy lawyer he had, uh, Scarpuccio. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he didn't know that my client did that. <laughs> oh, God. I just, I just wish he was still here so he could still hear her. Um, you know, when she has to go, you know, when he has to do whatever service he has to do because she speaks and she loves to talk. And uh, typical Boston, old school Boston right there. Yeah. Do, you, do you think um, Bill uh, is at the phase now where it's like, look, I've got nothing to lose. So whatever cancers there have been in the locker room or on the team or whatever, I'm just going to start cutting them out one at a time right in front of everybody until the, the message gets through. I don't care if I start practice guys or whatever. Yeah. I'm not putting up with it. Is, you think that's where it's at right now? I mean, honestly, I don't think there are that many. No? It's basically him and J.C. still here. So we'll see what happens to J.C. He could be J.C. Jackson. He's yep. the next to go. But, I mean, you have, you have about five on every team. You know, and that's, yep. that's the way it goes. Everybody's yeah. not perfect and, these guys aren't, aren't all choir boys. But for the most part, they're all pretty good guys. And um, they try to keep the mood up and, you know, try to stay positive. I know it's hard to do, but it is what it is in its life. And you got to go on. You can only control the next seven games. So for what it's worth, for what it's worth, Max seems like he's got a good personality for the locker room. But it seems like probably at this point, wouldn't you think they've lost the, he's lost the locker room or the, the confidence in everybody? I think he, I think I don't think he'd lose the locker room. I think guys lose confidence in the player. Yeah, I mean he's a good yeah. good dude. He works hard. Um, I like him personally. It's just you know the the play doesn't transmit to the field to where guys are busting their tail and you get the defense out there like dude we ran the ball 160 yards we held them to 10 points you can't get more than six points 
we were down there in the turnover. They, his turnovers are at the worst time ever. You know, get, quarterback turn the ball over. It's going to happen. You throw pick. Ball gets tipped. But when you just basically throw it to the other team, yeah. and, you know, if you got guys wide open, it's, you know, you could have thrown that touchdown in the back corner of the end zone to Gusecki there. He was wide open. Yeah. You know, he just threw it. Ten yards short. This guy. There was a there was a story that came out uh, the other day on uh, from from ESPN. Uh, Dan Orlovsky was on the uh, the Pat McAfee show, and he said that from what he understands, that there has been an exit strategy in place for for Bill Belichick, and on top of that, it's already been predetermined where he will coach next year. I don't know about you. That sounds like the biggest load of horse crap I've ever heard. How do you tell in advance of the of uh, like you know, two thirds of the season where Bill Belichick is going to go, and that it's a predetermined decision? I, I don't understand that at all. I got one word for you. It's called tampering. It's yeah. illegal. You yeah. can't do it. You can't. You can't be talking to other teams while you're under contract to one team, and you know, but for what Bill's making, I mean, Bill's, Bill's been working over for here for over 20, 23 years, and we still to this day don't know what the contract status is at. You think if that information is true that that's ever getting out, they keep state secrets here. It's, I mean, this is the typical media that covers the league that when we're all talking about it, we talk about it four hours a day on our show. What are potential landing spots? Do you think this is the end for Bill? Who's more important, Bill Brady? Like, this is what guys talk about. I don't know why you sit there and say, well, I am here and it's this team and it's already been predetermined. I'm with you. It's a bunch of horse crap. Yep, absolutely. You know, uh, one of the other things I got on Sunday morning was uh, a, a first of a dozen text messages saying, Zolak couldn't wait to use that joke that you gave him last <laughs> week on the missed pass in the second quarter. Uh, I was waiting for the first drop, and it had to be a drop. Yeah. <laughs> Minshew got outside the pocket, and that rumbling tight end was wide open. Yeah. And over, it just went through his hands. I looked, look, Ma, no Han. Well, thank you so much for making that part of an international broadcast. I'll use them every week. All right. fun now. So you got the uh, the bio. We'll talk, we'll, talk, we'll talk next week when uh, we're playing Danny DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> all, the, all the whole slew of material for you. <laughs> oh my god give me some give me some uh, italian lines for next week we'll do like the godfather or uh, <laughs> no you gotta just do that like uh stupid little like cartoonish flintstoney uh stereotypical italian like hey i didn't need playing with the football yeah, you gotta be kidding. Nah, you gotta be kidding. We gotta, we, did, we gotta do a good, good solid line. <laughs> Jimmy, get the papers. Get the papers. Yeah, get the papers. <laughs> get the papers. <laughs> Scott, enjoy the rest of the uh, of the bye week. We'll talk to you uh, for the uh, for the Giants game. We'll chat next Thursday. See you guys. Sounds good. Yeah, easy. Scott Zolak. It's uh, eight twenty two on Rock one hundred and two. Bax and Nagel on Rock one hundred and two. Uh, Dan Brown. We'll give you the forecast because he's so good at it. Uh, just want to remind everybody tonight we're going to be at White Lion Brewing uh, from six to eight. It's going to be a lot of fun. We pour in beers with some of your uh, favorite Springfield Thunderbird hockey players, and uh, at the same time raising uh, cash for the Springfield Open Pantry, the Mayflower Marathon, which, as everybody knows, begins on Monday. A portion of the profits from all Thunderboom burgers, Thunderboom drafts, and cans will be donated to the Open Pantry. Plus, the Springfield Thunderbirds Foundation will match all donations made by White Lion. So. Uh, please come on out. It's going to be a lot of fun uh, right there at Tower Square uh, with White Line Brewing downtown between 6 and 8 from Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. I, uh, I'm saving my appetite.
uh, for a Thunderboom burger. I, you know, I was like, thinking about that too. I was going to get there early and order a Thunderboom burger and eat that before I did the uh, moving around with the celebrity bartending, just so I can enjoy it without looking at people drooling over it and waiting till eight o'clock and then having to order one. You see where my mentality is on this uh, one? I'm starting to see yeah. your mentality. Okay. Uh, I got all yeah. excited when you said you were saving your appetite because I thought you were going to say that maybe you were going to come by uh, Loft tonight for the... Uh... Yeah, I would have had they not raised the price by $5. Oh, yeah, that's an outrage. So it's we, because... We made of money? It's because it's a special event because Adrian Appanucci been on Rogan. She's open for Louis and National Tour. coming in to run her hour before her Netflix taping. That is why. And we have Oven roasted chicken, rice pilaf, and buttered corn. Ah. Yeah, well. So $25, you're not going to find that anywhere else. No, I guess you won't. Yeah, huh? <laughs> Listen, if you want to do both events, that's fine. Uh, listen, you could. I, I see no reason why a white line couldn't be a pregame for the comedy show tonight. It, that's yeah. actually a great pregame. Well, we'll be done by 8 o'clock, and then you can uh, head on over to the show. Right Skip after over. That. Yeah. Skip over. Yeah. Sneak in. Or get there real early, drink a whole bunch of beer. And then have your designated driver take you over to... Uh, yeah, that's the on. point. You have to make yeah, sure right. you can't just uh, tell right. people to yeah. start gorging on alcoholic <laughs> drinks. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, and then drive over to Chickaboo. <laughs> I, would, I would not suggest contacting Marty to be your designated driver. No, 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 no. But, uh, <laughs> Why do you the, say that? You can get yes. an Uber. The Uber is probably less than $10 to go from downtown Springfield to the Loft Comedy. Uh, it is. It's yeah. uh, six minutes from the White Lion front door to Loft Comedy. There you oh, go. the hell with it. Just hoof it. That's it. Just walk, <laughs> just walk right up Main Street. Get yeah, one get of those there electric no scooters they have, the bird scooter or yeah. something like that. One of those things. Yeah, yeah. Nah, seems... after having one of them IPAs, you're gonna you're gonna be able to walk up a hill like that. You're gonna have to get an Uber. <laughs> <laughs> IPAs and IP often. That's yeah, that's, that's, that's yeah. bad. I, I don't know why. Uh, you know, you you see people still getting picked up for drunk driving. It's like it's so much cheaper to just get Uber. an Uber. Yeah. Uh, DUI is going to cost you at least ten grand with the lawyer's fees and all that stuff. You might as well just pay ten bucks. The only time when someone says something about Uber, where I go, because it's a good point, is when they're like, "I don't like having the uh, awkward conversation with the driver." Yeah, you, you ever have an awkward Uber driver? Yes, I have had oh, many yeah. awkward Uber drivers, but still, it's but uh, but if it saves you uh, nine thousand nine hundred ninety-five dollars, yeah, right. it's yeah. totally worth it. Oh, uh, worth it. The only time I would have traded that would have been in New Mexico, Albuquerque. My Uber driver on my ride from the airport to my hotel confessed to me that he had just gotten out of prison mm-hmm. and uh, that he had shot somebody in the face. Hmm. And I was like, well, man, you know, you grew up hard. You're changing your life. That's that's good for you. And he goes, actually, man, my parents are both doctors. I don't know how I fell into this gay life. <laughs> he just wouldn't let it go. Yeah. And I was like, this guy's going to bury me in the desert well, somewhere. He, he wanted affirmation. Yeah. He was doing I, a good yeah. thing. Listen, yeah. I know you're, you're trying to get home, but... I got another idea. Let's 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 pull off into the side of the road. Yeah. Actually, let's pull off any road. What the thing that bothered me most was on his Uber rating. When I always look to see the he was highly rated. He was like a four point eight or a four point nine, and it said Anthony is known for his great conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I was like, no one. And you know what? I gave him five stars and said he was known for his conversation too. Because I was like, <laughs> I'm not having this guy come back and kill me. Yeah, you know what this I mean? is the greatest conversation I've yeah. ever had. Yeah, he knows where to drop me <laughs> off. Yeah, here's your thirty percent tip and your glowing review. Please don't murder me. We got news coming up next to Rock 102. Here's your. <sighs> it's uh, eight thirty four. <laughs> With Pax and Nagel at Rock 102. <laughs> Cyber News brought to you by Noonan Energy, reliable service for heating, cooling, electrical, and plumbing. Noonan.com. 
some conversations would not go on our OnlyFans page. Yeah, I was just going to say that. <laughs> can't, can't cover that story for the news today. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Just three dudes being really <laughs> ill. Real ill. Real ill. Uh, all right. Uh, we're going to not do the, the bad, bad stuff. But I want to I want to talk about uh, where is that where is this um I just had the story, hang on a second now we got to do it again. Yeah, take uh-huh. your time, Steve. Take oh, your hey, time. look, it's not like we got anything going on here. <laughs> it's casual. Here, <laughs> uh, here we go. Uh, some people leave flowers or flags on the graves of loved ones, but in Chicopee, something new is appearing outside of the St. Rose de Lima Cemetery. Folks uh, living nearby said they've seen meat placed outside of the gates, and apparently it's been going on for months. Daniel uh, Danielle Robitali of Chickabee said different kinds of full packages of chicken breast to drumsticks or hamburger steaks have been found. When Western Mass News stopped by the entrance to the cemetery on Wednesday, they didn't find any meat, but they did find a package for meat that appears to be empty. Robitali says it's uh, been going on for now for months. She and other neighbors are worried that this could harm their kids and pets. The dog's smelling, trying to grab the meat. If it's old meat or just raw meat in general, I wouldn't be feeding my dog uh, that. She believes it could have attracted other guests in the neighborhood, like a bear in the photos that were shared with Western Mass News. The bear is a new situation that we've known about anyways that we've seen recently. Where is the meat coming from? Nobody knows. Cemetery Superintendent Juan Hernandez confirmed that the meat was found by the front gate this week and has been removed. He said they haven't notified police because it's off their property. It's one of these uh, things that people probably leave out there for, like, sacrifices and things like that. That's what I'm guessing it is. I uh, The lady who wrote that article commented on the Facebook story because I was reading. I was fascinated. 276 comments. I read them all. And uh, the woman who uh, was reporting wrote... Uh, I'm, would anyone be willing to be interviewed for this article? And I was like, I would. I know nothing about the story, but I would really love to put in my comedic what? two cents on the news. That's how they usually get yeah. people. Yeah. 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 yeah, The man on the street is always somebody who has nothing to do with whatever incident is going on. It's got so everyone says it's got to be some kind of ritual, maybe like some kind, almost like a voodoo ritual or something yeah. like that, that it helps people cross over or something like that. Maybe I don't know. I don't know why people would be doing that. Well, listen, I'm not the not that I'm uh, suggesting anything or putting myself out there. But yeah. if I were to die yeah. uh, in a like a yeah in, in, in a shocking uh, abrupt way, would okay? you? W- let me ask: Would you want Steve and I to put our meat uh, at your cemetery? I would much prefer uh, packages of meat than say like candles flowers or pictures of jesus i mean to me that it just if you know me and you know the kind of guy i am a few packages of pork chops or a nice chuck roast that would be probably more uh respectful to my to my lasting memory well what if we went to like aldi's we'll say you know if we went to aldi's Uh and and we just got the nuts yeah you want all these nuts in your mouth? No, Is that I, what you want? I'm just saying you yeah. could leave your meat or all these nuts. Yeah, all, yeah. These, all these nuts are my final <laughs> resting place. You can have all these nuts in your mouth or you can have all these meat in your mouth. Which one do you want? You know what? Look at all these tube stakes. They're delicious. (laughs) Either way, you're crossing over somewhere. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're definitely going with the Rainbow Bridge that way. (laughs) 
I love the fact that when everybody anybody says something, I just now just say, I'll see you at the Rainbow Bridge. I've been to the Rainbow Bridge. Did you ever leave your meat like right on one side? No, of it? no, no, I've been to the Rainbow Bridge. It's just a dumpster behind the vets. <laughs> <laughs> it says USA Recycling. That's where they get the rainbow from. Yeah. The uh, the Palmer. <laughs> you know that was one. That was when I first started working here, and there was this other guy that was working here who lost his dog. Yeah. And I posted this picture. It was a greeting card. <laughs> That said, and I got chastised for it. It says, sorry about your pet. I'm sure he's in a better place. And by better place, if you consider a better place, the dumpster behind the dumpster. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's pretty poor form. That should have went on OnlyFans. <laughs> the uh, Palmer Fire Department responded to assist a U-Haul that ran off the road on Thorndike Street last night. Mm-hmm. That happening right in front of the Mass Pike at around 11 p.m. Anywhere in Palmer would be right in front of the Mass, Mass Pike, Pike, wouldn't yes. it be? It would be. Yeah, the uh, road uh, and on-ramp to the Pike is still open in traffic. There's no other details to that story, but uh, I was just thinking about, like, you rent one of those things, you better get. Uh, you better hope you got the extra insurance. For the... You ran the U-Haul off the road. Oh, yeah. I used to always... I still always get the insurance, because I'd be like, they cover everything? They'd be like, yeah, we cover absolutely everything. It's like, yeah. so I just give them hypotheticals. So let's say I get pulled over by the cops on the way back. They think I'm, I'm running drugs. They pull all the seats off, saw them up with the chainsaw, find nothing, take the quarter panels off the car, find nothing. I'm good. They're like, yep. I'm like, I'll take it. And then you see them as you drive away being like, oh, God, this car's not coming back in one piece whatsoever. Although it's a U-Haul, they're usually not in one piece when you rent them. Those yeah. things. You ever try to drive one of those things? Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah the, 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 the wheels, like it's like you're driving a semi, you know what I mean? Like yeah, it doesn't even turn. Do you can't do that easily. <laughs> yeah. I was borrowed a moving truck when I was moving from Westfield to Springfield. I borrowed a truck from Dave Ratner. Oh, <laughs> one, one of uh, Dave Soda and Pet yeah. City's trucks. And I, you know, I, so I made one delivery of stuff to, uh, to Springfield and I was going, you know, back on Route 20. I was in West Springfield where, you know, where Lions Liquor Store is, like where yeah. the intersection of Kings Highway. <laughs> All of a sudden, the engine, uh, Goes on fire. There's, the there's engine on fire. fire on 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 this truck. Yeah. And all I can think about is that scene in Seinfeld <laughs> where, where Newman, where Newman and uh, and Kramer are in the truck and they're like yeah. it, 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 it you know, also another yeah. engine fire. Yeah. Oh, we, we go into a driving lead. <laughs> all I can think of. Uh, well, your dog might not have had gas, but the truck. Oh, the truck yeah. definitely did. <laughs> so then uh, I had to, so then I had to call Dave. Say, hey, listen, I appreciate you. Let me borrow the truck, but it's uh on fire it, it's on fire <laughs> on route 20 i think uh, we have a we have a survey okay, oh, oh, okay. okay. Said. uh zombies asteroids and other y2k in general how do you think we'd all fare in an apocalypse situation a new poll found that a third of us think we'd be among the last ones standing so some of us are being a little overconfident there the top reasons that the people think uh, they do so well are their solid survival skills and their ability to adapt to any situation, like a zombie gnawing at your foot. Uh, the survey was commissioned by a sandwich chain, so they asked people which foods they'd miss the most. Sadly, for their marketing team, pizza is number one. Mm. Sandwiches. <laughs> uh, Actually, when you when you bring up you know, how would we fare during the apocalypse? Yeah, 
you and I have already been through so much worse. Oh, yes. <laughs> We've already seen. We were like the two cockroaches that still <laughs> survived <laughs> after the fallout. I was going to say. I... Hey, wait. There's Everybody's gone. Wait a minute. There's movement under that rock <laughs> over there. What is that? I'm so glad yeah. those are the two that survived. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This this might be the favorite uh, or this might be the favorite stat though. People were asked to name the top teammates they'd want on their apocalypse apocalypse survival team. Dwayne the Rock Johnson got more votes than Superman. Dumbest thing I've ever heard. The yeah. top five are Chuck Norris. Yeah. yeah, I'd probably have Chuck Norris on my team. Nope. Superman. John Cena and MacGyver. Not a single woman made the list. Really? Because yeah. Anne Hathaway would have been on the top of my list. Somehow, <laughs> Elon Musk is number nine. Elon what? Musk? Why he, the hell would you want him? Because he's probably got some like uh, fort built. Yeah, look at that thing Bezos is building. Do you see that big clock that he's building? These people don't think out of. You want the rock on your survival list? The guy's calorie intake's got to be 20,000 calories a day to remain that way. Oh, yeah, yeah. How many days in before he starts looking at you like, mm, I get a couple. Th- that's pretty, he's pretty yeah, fat. Yeah, I get but the at the end of the day, Ann Hathaway would be walking around in my shirts. And I kind of like that idea. I like that too. And low calorie intake. <laughs> no kidding. Low calorie. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, if we, like, uh, let's say, we had to, you know, kill animals to, to survive. Yeah, you get her a squirrel. She's good for a week. I'm probably going to get the larger portion. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, your Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be sunny with a high of 61. Tomorrow, more of the same. It's 41 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Do big-name dealerships have your back? No. Does Marcotte Ford and Holyoke? Yes. Why? Because they're a community-based Ford dealership that cares. And you'll see why when you walk through the door. Have a seat in the Lug Nuts Cafe and discuss your dream with a member of the Marcotte team. You'll hear everything you want, selection, service, which means the start of a relationship with peace of mind for the life of your vehicle. Marcotte thanks the community for having their back, and they're ready to have yours. Marcotte Ford, 1025 Main Street, Holyoke. Classic Rock. It's 8.51, and yes, with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. By the way, Trevor Rabin from Yes will be joining us at the Mayflower Marathon on the phone uh, next yeah. week. Uh, yes, yes, uh, he will. By the way, I uh, we were supposed to have a guest in here this morning, but I don't know what happened. Uh, that guest didn't show up. Maybe it was a scheduling issue, but I just wanted to let everybody know that there is a 10th annual toy drive for foster kids in Western Mass that's happening on uh, November 25th at the Academy of Music, uh, tickets are $25 and uh, $15 off when you donate a new unwrapped toy. And 100% uh, goes to the uh, foster kids and kids in need in Western Mass. Marsha Warfield. You remember her? Oh, yeah. From Night Court. Uh, Academy. At Night Court. Oh, oh, she was on Night Court, too? Yes. Yeah. She was, the, she uh, was Roz? Roz. Roz. Yes, she yeah. was Roz on Night Court. Yep. I thought she was only in the Police Academy. Movies. No. Oh, nope. oh, all right. Well, the, anyway, she's going to be uh, at the Academy of Music along with uh, a couple other comedians that we know, Rodney Norman, Jess Miller, and uh, what was the other guy you said? Uh, was oh, uh, Angel uh, Rentis, I think. Angel uh, Rent. Oh, it actually it lists all the names underneath yeah. I just had to read, but it's uh, all brought to you by Gary Rome and... Uh, uh, yeah, a Gary Rome sponsor. I, so. I saw Martha War, uh, Warfield years ago. Yeah. Uh, she came through uh, the town I was working at, at the time. She crushed. She was fantastic back then. She, I remember her. I think it was like Evening of the Improv. Remember when yeah. they used to do the Evening yeah. of the Improvs? I remember her from back then. Very funny. Really Real funny. funny. Yep. Oh, yep. what's his name just passed away? Richard Mull, didn't he? He did. Uh, yeah, back in October. I believe she's the only... She and John Larroquette are the only two 
cast members on that show that are still alive. Oh, Wait, right. what about the guy who played Harry? He died. He died. He died. Harry Anderson died. And then uh, Marky Post died. Marky Post died. Too. Yeah. And yeah. and Martha and Marsha Warfield replaced two different actors in that same not same role, but in the same position in that courtroom. They died too. Wow. Selma Diamond. Then there was like a really? one, yeah. It was weird. I used to love that show. It was a good show. I so when I was in college, I uh, found myself on the wrong side of the law for a minute. Yeah. And uh, the police chief was like the guy I had to talk to. And he's like, look, we're still going to have to go to court. And the only thing I'm going to tell you, you're going to be fine. He's like, you're a good kid, blah, blah. He goes, but whatever you do, don't laugh when the judge comes out. I was like, why would I laugh? He's like, just just keep that in mind. And I was like, all right. So I'm sitting there and the judge comes out and he was a dead ringer from Harry from Night Court. And then the bailiff opens the door and looks like Bull from Night Court. <laughs> And I was biting the inside, and I'm looking at the police chief, and he's just sitting there looking at me like, don't do it, don't, don't, don't do, do it. Don't do it, don't. It was the craziest, most surreal. He had the bow tie, he had the wire the glasses, thing. the whole thing. Yeah, I'm like, Jeez. you know what you're doing, buddy. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> they all know what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. That was a great show, though. And Marky Post, I mean, I remember when I was uh, oh, a little. Yeah, rawr, she was, she was uh, yeah. yeah, all right. I uh, yeah. interviewed Ellen Foley. Uh, on the it? on the podcast, she, so she was the, the the female lawyer on that show before Marky Post. Oh, wow. and Ellen Foley uh, was the woman that sang "Paradise by the Dashboard Light" with Meatloaf. Oh my God! And she had she had been dating uh, Mick Jones from the Clash. She did a, a a solo album. She's a great singer. Did a solo album where the Clash was her backup band. What a really, life, huh? Really interesting woman. Yeah, it was yeah. Re- really, really cool. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, somebody sent me something yesterday. Uh, I, I like how the listeners get involved in, yeah. in this stuff. Uh, this I'm guy, just happy if they listen. <laughs> now, uh, now I'm trying <laughs> to uh, uh, find the actual uh, text, but it was a guy who sent, um, and I sent it to you, Bax, Uh I think I said it to both of you. It was the, it was the pregnant woman on like Tinder or oh, something yes, like that. Oh yes, 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 yes. You did send that to me. Yeah. And let me just see if I let me just pull the picture up that I sent. So who you. sent that to you, buddy? No, it was a, it was a guy. Yeah, well, actually, yeah. <laughs> it was a, it was a listener. Uh, he sends me things every once in a while, and it, and it's this it's this picture of this woman taking a picture of herself, a very pregnant woman, uh, that says. Are you grossed out by this big pregnant gut as my husband is? He refuses to touch me no matter how much I beg. So he finally gave me a permission to find a blank buddy for the next two months. So, Internet, what do you got? And then uh, this guy writes, I've got a buddy. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, what do you expect when you're expecting? <laughs> But uh, that's a, that's a good one, man. Yeah, uh, somebody lo- locally on Tinder, uh, and she's ready for popping. She sure. is. She yeah. That's like she's ready to go. She's ready to go. Like, yeah. For the next two months. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> I don't know what uh, what you're going on. No, I don't, I don't even know. I don't know what kind of date she's trying to have you take her on, but uh, hopefully it's not dinner because she's eating for two. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's 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 double a dinner bill for you. <laughs> Although they could still come to loft to be very affordable. Yeah. We're right. twenty five bucks there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> See, we all come first. Full circle. Full circle. Just like my buddy when he looks at those pictures. Yeah. Speaking of which, uh, Adrian uh, Appalucci. Yeah. App- uh, yeah. App- Appalucci, yep. Appalucci uh, is going to be uh, there tonight at yes. Loft, and we should be talking to her sometime next hour. Yeah, I'm excited about that. That'd be very cool. Very good. 
It's uh, 8.57 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 9.10 and John Mellencamp with Bax and Nagel and Marty Caproni on Rock 102. Sunny and nice today with a high of 61. Tomorrow, more of the same. It's 37 right now in downtown Springfield. Marty, if I wanted to go see a comedy show and have dinner, is there anything that uh, you would think would be a good place to go? I'm so happy you happen to bring it up because I don't know if the listeners have heard about this yet. But... Uh, uh, yeah, tonight at Loft Comedy Club in Chicopee. Uh, as always, you know you can buy your tickets at the door, or you can you can get them through uh, the poster if you Venmo me. Uh, we have a special edition of our Thursday uh, dinner show. Uh, we have uh, my friend uh, Adrian Appanucci coming on, and uh, she is uh, she's going to be running through her hour that she's going to be taping for her Netflix special, and uh, she's on the phone with us right now. Adrian, how are you doing? Good. How are you guys doing? Uh, we're very, very good. We're not running through our uh, material for a Netflix special, but uh, <laughs> that's pretty cool. I mean, that's that's awesome that you're going to be uh, running that through in uh, in Chicopee tonight. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm running a half hour for a local public access, so we're, up, <laughs> good for we're you, getting Steve. there. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I'm, it's not for Netflix, so I might also be on that public access. <laughs> <laughs> so you got Ari is producing that for you, correct? Yeah, he uh, is. That's uh, that's awesome, Adrian. I know these guys are gonna want to make fun of me because, uh, as, as you know, you remember you came up to when I had the old place when I had, we had Cabot. Um, yeah. You know, uh, so I come on here almost every week and uh, and talk to these gentlemen, and I'm always plugging the heck out of this. No, I, let me let, let me reset the table. Yeah. What he does is he comes on the show and whores himself out for a good half hour talking about this <laughs> yeah. club. And you know what? It, it's a great club and, and and a great crowd, and I'm sure the food is delicious. But he's charging everybody else an extra five bucks for you tonight. Think about that. Well, I had to. I you know, Adrian for t- for twenty five bucks tonight. They not only get to see you run your hour, but they get to have a uh, a roasted chicken dinner with rice peel off and buttered corn. <laughs> Man, it sounds like a pretty sweet deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, is, it is a sweet deal. Yeah. It is. But I, I, I know, uh, you know, I was telling these guys, I'm like, uh, you know, Adrian, I've, I've watched. I said it to you the other day in text. I've watched you, your career, just kind of blow up over the years, and and keep you keep doing cooler and cooler things. And uh, you know, I there's the video of you. At, was it at Madison Square Garden that you were opening for Louis? Yeah, that was Madison Square Garden in January. Yeah. So, how was that? Uh, I know. I know it's probably not going to be as fun as Loft, but how? How was that uh, performing at Madison Square Garden, being a New Yorker? I mean, you know, it's a surreal thing. There's no way to like prepare for it. Yes. You know, it's not like you're going to go anywhere and perform for eighteen thousand people before you do that to prepare. So, <laughs> um. It was a very cool experience, and nothing I say is going to be really great about it because yeah. it can't compare it to being there. But such a cool experience, and Louis is great, and um, he's also going to direct my special. So, oh wow, Louis! So we're not telling a lot of people that, and I figure not that many people are going to listen to this. So it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? You guessed right yeah, up we'll here in Western Mass. Front page of TMZ tomorrow morning. <laughs> oh no, yeah. TMZ. All right, now, now you once performed at the Cabot Club. Tell us what that experience was. Like. <laughs> yeah, go back in, in, in time. And I Andrew. can tell you, I really liked it. Um, they were just there for a good time, and I guess, like, is that supposed to be, like, 
a trashy place or something because I'm garbage. So I love it. <laughs> well, you know what? It's uh, the loft is a really nice. It's a really nice facility. It's at a place called View Street Tavern. The whole upstairs is uh, done over for the comedy club. Uh, it's it's awesome, but. The crowd is absolutely just uh, trashy like I am. We're we're Western Mass. We're out for a good time. Oh, I we're, love that. Yeah. No, you'll get you'll get a good bunch of people tonight. You will. Yeah. Those are my people. You're gonna and and I've tried to uh, tell the people and prepare them as much as I can that uh, you're probably one of the most fearless, uh, funny, and dark joke writers I've ever seen. Uh, and I'm I'm guessing uh, you haven't switched that uh, for, for this new hour. You're not going to come no, out with puppets. Definitely, definitely not. Um, so well, how many how many times you've had to run through this hour? Obviously, you, you go to you go through it all to, you know, tonight. But I mean, have you done it a number of times to get ready for it? I mean, how, what is how what's the, the length of that oh, process? Of course. I mean, I've been doing it for a couple of months, um, but you know, I'm also changing stuff too. So it's like constantly changing. Yeah. Um, so I guess, you know, I'm taking stuff out, putting stuff in. So I think before I tape this, I, I don't know, there'll be a lot more changes probably still. You, you, uh, you, so you're still making alterations to the set right up until, right up until the, the moments that you record them pretty much. I mean, I think so. We'll see. Um, I guess like when I did it last, when I filmed my, not filmed, when I taped my um, album last time, yep. it was a little bit, bit, a little bit more like regimented, I guess, and now I'm just kind of changing stuff a bit more, so it's been a fun process, though. Well, I, I can't wait for tonight, and I'll tell you this, if you have any joke where you're like, geez, I don't know if I, I can do that one or this one, I can tell you the crowds that come out for this show, generally speaking, you can try your best, but yeah, you can't offend care. them. No, not, it's not possible. <laughs> yeah. So. No, I mean, I'm doing it anyway, and if they get upset, I don't care. So <laughs> there you go. That's, that's a good attitude. Doing in the show. Perfect. Yeah, like... I, I don't care. It's uh, it's tonight at the I'm, Loft. I'm running it for me. That's <laughs> perfect. It's tonight at the Loft Comedy Club, the View Street Tavern in uh, in Chickabee. Adrian uh, Appalucci, good to talk to you. Best of luck tonight. And good luck with uh, with Netflix. Thank you. We'll see you tonight. All right. It's uh, nine okay. sixteen awesome. with Bax and Nagel and Marty at Rock One Hundred Two. It's another 